Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Ken Diddy Jr., a.k.a. Diddy Hendrix, a.k.a. Clayton Curveshaw, a.k.a. Diddy Escobar. And to my left is my illustrious co-host. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Allie Nicole, a.k.a. your favorite little shit talker, a.k.a. Rocky Balboa, a.k.a. Continue. You were bad with the funny? No, I wasn't. <laughs> I, I left. AKA that little baby who back on her bullshit. She's still not listening. Hair is getting ready to get a little bit shorter. As if we can go shorter, but we're going to try. I think I want my fade back. Speaking of fades. We get into it? Let's, let's just jump right in. Well, well, well Rocky. <laughs> well, Deontay Wilder. <laughs> um, Floyd. <laughs> All of the greats. <laughs> you got something you need to get off your chest here? Ali Ali. Um, yeah. So I'm just gonna go ahead and jump right into it because I, I need to get it off my chest. And also I need to use my platform to make sure that I acknowledge the people who I respect and respect me in return. So this is that. Um last Thursday I was at R and B night for HD's birthday party. Shout out to DJ H D, shout out to Bandcamp. And there was a young lady in there that me and her haven't seen it for each other in years. We just, there's an issue there. Um, I thought it was resolved. It wasn't, you know, how Cincinnati Inquirer gets around. <laughs> Cincinnati Hood Inquirer gets around. And I, work for both, I work for both publications. Um, so you know what I, I mean? It. So circulation, news always circulates. Um, especially when it gets back that things have been said about my personal life. Things have been said about my child. Things have been said about, you know, just me. And this young lady has no room or space to speak on things. Side note, I'm going to let you get back to your to to your statement. This is a general thing. Y'all niggas got to stop talking about people's kids and expecting just you to be continuing to walk around life like you're okay. There are certain things that have consequences. There are certain lines that are universally understood not to cross. People's kids, generally one of them. So if you talk about somebody's kids, this goes for anybody who is within listening range of me. You talk about somebody's kids, you deserve what happens next to you. Just throwing it out there. Continue. Okay. So things got back, and me and this young lady have shared spaces before. Me and her know what time it is. You don't see it for me. I don't see it for you. We've been at a bunch of events before this. In the past, I told you, this. This um, our disdain for each other has been years long. Okay? So we know how to navigate spaces and just know what time it is. Cool. Cool. You stay your corner, my corner. I know, I've always known how to move in a room full of vultures. One monkey ain't never affected this show, and it never will. Okay? Um, till we get involved with children. So last Thursday, um, Shorty walked in with her friends. I saw her look. I looked back. We made eye contact. And then she got to the whole kikiing and pointing and the extra shit. Now, the extra shit that she's never felt emboldened to do before. Because she never had an audience. Right. And so mind you, this is all happening. And everyone's wondering, where Diddy at? Diddy was at home because Diddy is allowed to be at home. Right. So I stepped out because I'm grown. Um, <laughs> He's allowed to be at home while other people step out. Like, stop exactly. asking people where so, I'm at. Anywho, um, 
Shorty, the party's ending. Okay. Gone a little, drank tequila that night. Not my, not on brand. Not on brand, not on. Uh, at all. Nah. We know I'm a dark liquor girl. I almost called you stupid for that. Stupid. I called me stupid. I don't do tequila. Honestly, and tequila makes me a little bit more aggressive. But we had margaritas before that. So I was just like, I can't mix liquor, bitch. You got to get up in the morning. I'm not going to do all that. So I'm on tequila and I was chilling. Also, I drove that night. So like there's, I, I, I don't need that. I don't, a DUI will ruin my summer real quick. You think it's a hot girl summer? It's really a jailbird summer. You okay. can turn, turns, turns fucking Megan Stein to JT real, real quick. quick. Okay, I don't need that in my life. And besides, I, with the things I got going on and progressing in, a DUI puts a damper on all that. I don't need that. Okay, so end of the night, the energy exchange between me and Shorty was crazy. No exact words, but energy, and y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. All right, I being a little bit more um, lit. Than preferred. Mm-hmm. Um, caught her a bitch. May have instigated a little something, something. But I instigated that instance. It's like winning a battle when there's a big war. Right. Instigating a battle when there has been a war. Okay. So in my head, it was just like, okay, Alex, you may have instigated this fight. This particular time you were wrong, but in the bigger picture, there's always been an issue. So we can get into right nuances of right or wrong, but in this particular time and place, like this one was on you. And I take full accountability for that. Right. Okay. Um, naturally, Shorty gets offended and she gets to squaring up with me. As is want to do when someone calls you a bitch. Make makes relative sense. Honestly, I, you could talk to your blue in the face. You call me a bitch, I'm be like that. I've been called worse by better, honey. Like that shit. And blame it on my upbringing. Things like that have never been like, oh, you call me a bitch. I, I probably am. That's, uh, and I think that's you. And, and obviously that's more of a gender, a, fem- a, a male female thing. Because I know for, for for niggas, you call, you call me a bitch. Better be, you better throw a punch right behind it. I mean, but if the ops, and the same thing works for women too, because if you are the ops as a woman and you call me out my name, I'm like, what the fuck is you on? I'm probably going to cuss you out. I don't throw bows first. Like, that's never been my thing. Defend myself all day, but throwing, like, the first person to throw a punch, it's very rare that I've been in that situation. Not saying I'm above it. I'm not. But it's, it takes a lot to get me there. So for me to have instigated an incident, that's not, like, that's not, there, there's no... It's not on brand for it, you. That's exactly. I don't do all that. A lot of the smoke that comes my way is because it was asked for. You know what I'm saying? Or a lot of smoke that I give is because you asked for it. And and we appreciate it on time on Target Delivery Service. I don't play. I'm like Amazon Prime. You'll get it in two hours or less. And if it takes that long, there's a problem. But anyway, um, Shorty gets a thumb thugging on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter fingers turn to trigger fingers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, I think y'all would have learned from Meek Mill. <laughs> Back in 2015. You would have, anyway, thumb thugging on Twitter, brave enough, bold enough to at me. Again, you have an audience. So, of course, because if you're really about that life, it wouldn't have been on a TL, it would have been in my DMs. Um, but that's not even what I want to discuss. That's, that's besides that. Because whatever issues between me and Shorty will be there until one of us feels like addressing it. Um, mine is for the people who look at me and think I'm above it. And have it hold me into a different hire and a different esteem. And you're absolutely right. I am better than that shit. And I showed my ass on Thursday. And for the people who feel like I disappointed them, I do apologize. Like, that's never... My goal in life is to never come across that way. That's not even my brand. Um, For real, for real. If I'm going to get into a fight, it's never going to be in the middle of a function. It's going to be outside. Um, 
I never want to fuck up anybody's establishment. Or money. Or money or opportunities because, honestly, parties in Cincinnati that, and we've seen it, parties in Cincinnati that constantly have a fight or a tussle get branded in a certain way and certain audiences turn away from wanting to attend these functions. Not only certain audiences, if you, and this is not us toot our own horn, but when you have these conversations with party promoters, event holders, things of that nature, and they tell you the kind of a nitty gritty as far as like, what venues here that it's a so-and-so party or here that certain... There's certain- automatic surcharge for security, this, that, and the third. And to be or honest We're going to just say, you, nah, fam, like, we not going because... You there's bring a, there's too a, much bullshit. There's a, there's, a, there's a bullshit tax, there's a black tax if we being a hundred. Right. All of that different things. So, like... And I never want Alex, me, personally, my co-host, my brand, the things that I'm working on to be t- associated with anything less than the best. So for the people, our fans, our listeners, the people that were affected that night, I personally want to just apologize for my portion of the bullshit. That's not who I am. Who I am is defending myself. I've always peeped, I've, I'm a firm believer in leave, saving room for understanding and love, but people want to talk about nonviolent. That's not my platform. I'm going to be real. Sometimes the situation doesn't call for peace. Sometimes you need to handle your fucking business. I will always stand behind that. But my right to live and function should not impede and impose on anybody else's. So for that, I do apologize because it wasn't me and her, whatever our shit is, is always going to be that. But affecting and hurting other people is never my brand. So I want to make sure that I put that on wax and make it be known that I'm sorry. I also reached out to Bandcamp. I reached out to HD, and I made sure that I apologized to those men as well because this is their event. I, I talked to SB that night. So, again, Alex on wax is apologizing for being less than the woman that y'all expect of me. On the flip side. I was like, now, we get to my favorite part. <laughs> now that we got that out the way. We get to my favorite part. <laughs> okay. I got two triggers in life. Just two. And, it's, and honestly... It's really just one, because the other one is like, yeah, I Mentioning who I am as a mother, mentioning my child, I say there's no country for safety for you. There's no space for safety for you. None. Because that's playing, that's not even below the belt. You're playing with somebody who has nothing to do with the issue between you and I. My son, my child, the baby I pushed out of my body has nothing to do with any issue that I have with a near motherfucking soul in this goddamn city. Do y'all hear me? Playing with that will put you on suicide watch real fucking quick. We can, I, I play all fucking day. I talk a lot of shit on this here podcast. I talk a lot of shit in my personal life. I talk a lot of shit to a lot of y'all motherfucking faces. The one thing that we are not playing with in this here season is my fucking child. You keep his name out of anything we got going on. The only people allowed to talk to me about that baby is his tribe, and they know exactly how to step to me about that shit. They got to watch their mouth when they talk to me about my baby, too. You stranger assholes can get it. Wax, my nigga. So I wanted to make sure that we made that perfectly clear. This ain't about Frank Lucas. You were speaking to Alexandria. And the one thing we don't ever fucking play about is the baby I gave birth to. We can leave it right there. Again, and this is the... This is the outsider, right? Mind you, so it happens like Thursday night, Friday morning-ish when I see it on the timeline. And because, you know, Twitter is a fence. Twitter will, in case you missed it to death. And I see, I see, I see the thread, I see the whole shit. I see, I see kiddo's name mentioned. That's like, okay, all right, you know what? Do you know how many people called me when they saw that on the timeline? Like, how my phone, the moment they were, because it happened like Thursday at like 3 a.m., Friday morning at 3 a.m., 
And by 6 a.m., my phone blew the fuck up. By 6 a.m., 7 o'clock, when people were waking up and reading the timeline, they were like, first of all, sis, I don't give a fuck what the issue is. That was foul. And she also mentioned my, my divorce, and I'm just like, fuck that nigga. I talk shit about my divorce. That's not what bothered me. The fact that she went out of your way to talk, call me an unfit mother and, so, and mention my child and me as a parent. And, and, Why? And, and, and for those who know... That shit not even cute. And for those who know me and Alex's relationship... Y'all know that I am. Tr- I try to be the voice of reason more often than not. To be honest, some of y'all need to send me thank you letters. And I mean that with all the sincerity in my heart. Because, and Alex, I'm not capping. Alex, you can talk. Yeah. I've been saved some of you. <laughs> I didn't she, save. Calvin has saved an ass whooping or two, honey, because he has had to talk me off a couple different ledges. And this one, so the crazy thing is that it got back to my mama and I didn't even call her. It got to, and then when my mama called me and she was just like, I understand. You have my full permission to handle your business. My mama gave me the green light. Y'all can't tell me shit. And, and, and I think what you don't understand for those who, who understand, like, I can't even in good conscience, I can't tell you to stand down when it comes to kiddo. I can't tell you to come. I can't. I would be, I would be. What's the word I'm looking for? I'd be like, not being truthful, not being honest. I keep it in the 100 with us if I tell you to stand down once. Kiddos mentioned. Once that happens, it's however you see it. And you could have <laughs> talked about my exes. You could have called me a hoe. You could have called me every name and under a child of God. And I'd have been like, oh, okay, cool. That's your the way you feel about me is never my business. But you decided to bring up a, chi- a, a child, my child, who had nothing to do with the situation, nothing to do with my issue with you. You don't even know my fucking child to speak on him. You've never met the motherfucker. So for you to, to like, and that's low. You were trying to get at me. Now you got me. Peach. And I'm not, listen, and there's a lot of things that I can overlook, bypass, move around from. There's a lot. That is not one thing I can. Like I said, a lot of times, I don't believe in that whole being a bigger person shit. There are certain things that you leave on the playground, but there are certain things that I will die about, and that's it. And so this is a perfect time to discuss what on-site means. All right. So, because I see a lot of... Here's the thing. The people who talk about on-site... Rarely ever... Rarely are, because motherfuckers who are really about on-site don't have to say nothing. They don't have to say shit about it. And... And, you know, there's people that say, oh, there's rules, there's this and the third. And obviously, there's certain, I saw somebody get pulled up on at his own graduation. And I'm like, maybe that's a little, but where I'm from. I believe in time and place, though. There's a time and place, but where I'm from. If on-site for me is definitely, if it's on-site for real, for real, anytime, anyplace, anywhere, as long as it does not affect people, Ability to move and function. Who ain't got who, who ain't got nothing to do with this shit? I see you catch you at a party. I'm gonna say it's on site, and you can meet me outside. We'll make sure that this ain't got nothing to do. Cause honestly, fighting at parties, that shit get broken up the fuck anyway. Nobody's gonna let you really, really bang out in a motherfucking party. If you really want my ass, you'll pull me outside. Oh, sis, we outside. We outside with it. That's on site. I feel like as long as you're not interrupting, the moment you have to chill. Is when your on-site fade affects everyone else around you who ain't got nothing to do with the situation. Because if you run up on me in this party, you look pussy because they're gonna get broken the fuck up. You and, don't want me for real. Yeah, and so, but like, I need people to understand something. 
like, so there's time and place, right? Like, pull up at someone's high school graduation, probably not the time or the place. But then again, young niggas don't really know the difference between right and wrong. But when it's on site, there's no talking involved. Um, where I'm from, there's no talking. Like, it's, 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 if we bring it back to high school terms, it's like, all right, nigga, we both get off the same bus stop. You know what it is. Let's, 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 all this, uh, but talking, the time for talking has ended when somebody who's really about the shit has deemed it on site. It means you see me, I see you, er, we, everything else knows how to get down. And honestly, when it's really on site, the friends know too. And the friend's like, you know what? I, listen, I, have, I have a better chance. I have one friend and I told her, I said, listen, she knows what time it is. And I said, listen, you can't get jammed up. So when I tell you it's time for you to go, I just need you to go ahead and leave. When I tell you it's time for you to go, because I'm getting ready to handle my business, I don't want you to put you in the middle of nothing, because you can't handle that right now, um, but it's time for you to go. Everything else is on the playground. I, have, I would have a better chance of, like, completing calculus in another language than I would of having to, t- to tell someone who, is, who has an on-site order that it's not on-site. That's one of those things where it's like we did we try talking it out. We've tried meditate. We tried all of those intermediary things. Sometimes somebody needs to get punched in the mouth. And back to my hypothesis I, I gave a couple of days ago, before this even happened, it's, it's funny how like the universe kind of puts examples into into life to reinforce the thoughts that I have. A lot of people, and if this is if you feel like you're offended by this, I don't give a fuck. A lot of people talk the way they do because they've never been told to eat a dick and they've never been punched in the face. You know what it is? A lot of people are afraid of conflict. So y'all let a lot of shit slide that just shouldn't. A lot of things slide that just shouldn't. And then you have folks like myself who I don't necessarily enjoy conflict, but I'm not afraid of it either. It's not my favorite thing in the world. I don't like having to go there. I really, really don't. I'm not going to run from it though. And because I'm not afraid to address how I feel and address even be... I'm not afraid to address as much as I'm not afraid to be addressed. You got a problem with me. I prefer it. Come straight to me. Let's squab uh, it out. Actually, and, uh, uh, sorry to cut you off, but a couple things. One, all this telephone, I'm going to tell so-and-so that I know it gets back to you, but I'm not going to tell you thing is real weak to me. Real weird. Because, again... Because the motherfucker will definitely, like, and did contact people that they know have access to me instead of saying, hey, I need Shorty's number. Because that's what the fuck I'd have done. Because here's the thing. For both of us, I feel like this applies to. A, my number hasn't changed since at the bare minimum, since since I got a cell phone, to be honest. My number has not changed. B, my social media handles have not changed since I've made these motherfuckers. So, and I'm assuming you're you're the same way for the life. I've had the same phone number for years. Um, I changed my phone number when I got married. I've I've had the same phone number for four years. Four years at least. And, And so... When people do this, it's intentional because it's not like they don't know how to get in contact with you. Because again, the the world is a DM away. You it's just like you're running your mouth and giving a one sided opinion about whatever the fuck to this person. You could ask him like, "Yo, what's 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 his what's his Twitter handle? What's his DM? What's his what's his number?" And then we could talk it out face to face like grownups instead of you running your mouth. Halfway around town, because you know it'll get back to me, and because you want to cultivate this audience. Secondly, the crazy thing is the same audience you're cultivating is the same audience who's gonna watch you get your ass whooped. Because, 
These niggas don't care about you. They don't. They're here for a show. I, and I want. I want. They're that, here for I the want, show. I want that to be perfectly clear <laughs> for any time that you think about fighting over some stupid shit, and you let your homegirls or you you let your homeboys hype you up to get your head knocked off. You want to know what's funny? It's how I know that my friends know what time it is with me. Is that y'all niggas was just like Alex? Y'all tried to talk me out of it. Because y'all know what I be on. That's what I find it so, like, I find it funny. My friends do not hype. We don't hype each other up for conflict. We The first thing we say is, handle your business. Because you know I can handle my business. That's the, that, the only thing my friends have ever said is, handle your business. But if y'all really felt like the situation, like, I was exaggerating or I was hyping. But here's or, the thing, though. We also tell you when you're wrong. Yeah. I have real ass friends. <laughs> like, we'll tell you, like, out. Alex, that wasn't. For instance, Alex, you instigated this fight, but I also understand where the beef stems from, so handle your business. You may have instigated this event, but we also understand where you're coming from, so handle your business. And then, honestly, y'all were cool. Y'all told me to back down until y'all saw Shorty mention my child, and then you was like, well, she asked for it. And so when I tell you that these niggas ain't your friends, for real, but they're, they're, they're an audience who wants a show. The same people that will hype you up to go do the fight or go do X, Y, and Z bullshit won't bail you out of jail, won't give a fuck, will, 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 will act like they don't know you if you lose said fight, won't, won't, won't help you do the race if you need to do the race to get out of. It's an evil world when you talk tell somebody's on site and you're the one who gets their ass whooped. That world would be so evil. And you have no one to blame for it but yourself. And this is why when I say I'm not a I'm not a huge there's a there's a there's not a fine line between stupid shit and shit that you gotta handle. It's a big bold line. It's a big bold line. There's been plenty of times where niggas was like, I'll beat your ass. But it's over something stupid. Like you thought I'd try to play you and and I didn't. Or you See, there's a difference between being threatened and then your ego being bruised. Or 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 a nigga accidentally steps on you steps on your shoes at a function. And and and, and you, nigga. There's differences, and plus, a lot of these things happen when niggas been drinking anyway. So alcohol, aggression, all that shit. Mm-hmm. We're, I'm not, I, we're not we're not co-signing fighting over stupid shit. Let's have, let 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 that be very clear. Period. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know what else to say. Like, we're not co-signing, but I'm it's, not. There are certain things where there's disrespect things, has to be met. So disrespect. I'm so sorry, and and honestly, we could. I talk my my handle is your favorite little shit talker. That is my handle. There's nothing that's stopping me. Like I'm going to talk shit. That's a part of my personality. It's a personality trait. Actually, it's a love language. If I talk shit to you, I really fucking like you. If I'm really cordial and polite with you, I either don't know you or don't fuck with you. People that I'm polite with, I don't like. So if I'm talking shit to you, it's because I know you can handle it. But if I'm getting at you, we have a problem. My mom always told me, keep your hands to yourself, first and foremost. Because I know for me, like, as someone who's, I'm six foot four, I'm, I'm, I'm a bigger guy. Like, I always, I'm always hyper aware because niggas always think like, if I bump them or, or you know. Mm-hmm. But also, especially the Caucasians, <laughs> they, will bu- they will bump you, but then they'll look and see you as mean. Like, oh, my God. Like, I'm like, yeah, get, no, like, get the fuck out the way. Caucasians don't use the word excuse me, but, my bad, nothing. They don't, but th- this is where... The whole like our size stature comes into play. They don't they don't do that. But when they bump into me and they turn around as me, they cop please because they they're afraid I'm gonna beat their ass because I'm big and black and I look aggressive. I'm going to beat your ass. And 
versus you where they don't <laughs> think you're going to beat your ass until they, you're in the middle of an ass whooping. And yeah, at this point, I can't I can't do no more pleasantries. I just I just can't. And you know what? I'm not even going to hold you. A lot of it was amplified because I feel like in a lot of different areas of my life, just being tried, just being fucking. And I'm not I'm not above admitting that I am extremely frustrated in this year season of my life. I'm extremely over it. There are a lot of blessings coming through, but the more I just feel like I'm in I'm in transition of something greater. And, and so, that comes to pain. That comes growing pain. It comes to growing pain. Allie, Allie, it, the Alex, and you know, the woman that I want to become and the woman that I am are sh- like shedding. We're onto another playing field, and that shit is painful. And the crazy thing is that during those times, by itself, it's like you're being tested. You're you're being you are being tested, and the universe will always send you something so that you could prove to yourself that you are who you say you are. And I am, and I'm proud of myself. The crazy thing is that. The only thing I regret about Thursday is disappointing people who I know are rooting for me. That's the only regret that I have. And they understand. When we talked about it, they completely get it. But they're also just like, Alex, you're going to put yourself in jeopardy over something that's not that, it's not that big a deal. But they also understand the importance I mean, of protecting myself I, I know, and handling my business. So, I, know, I, know what, I know what I told you. Like, I told you, like, look, big potatoes, small fries, like, we got a bag to get. I understand. Handle your business. And I'm not going to let myself fumble a bag over a bitch who can't afford one. Next topic. All right. So besides that, how was your weekend? How your week been? It's been a long, hard Monday. Because we are recording this. On Monday? We're, record- we're recording this on Monday night, right? And the reason why we are recording this on Monday is because tomorrow, June 18th, by the time you, you hear this episode, it will already been passed. We, as a collective, are heading up to Columbus to support our friends over at Native Tongues. Burr, 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 burr. Um, shout out to DJ Burns. Shout out to Malcolm. Shout out to Trip Fontaine. Shout out to everybody over in that collective. Yes. Um, we, because you know, again, we feel like it's very important to support fellow creatives. Um, and those guys over there have supported us in plenty of ways, seen and unseen. Mm-hmm. And so we want to make sure that. The energy is reciprocated. We believe in reciprocating good energy too. Oh yeah, not just bad. We believe in <laughs> reciprocating good energy. Honestly, that's the first time they've heard me really get in my bag like that. Our listeners and they have to. But see, I appreciate the fact that there's a lot of our listeners who know me personally, so they already know. They know. So when that's why people hit me up because they were like, "This is not brand." You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I cannot wait to support Native Tongues. I know how hard they worked. I've known Greg for since we go back to Wright State. So. I'm really, really excited to. They got, they got, they got the boy. They got the boy Omen from Dreamville, a super, super talented. First of all, let's get into that because this is going to be the last time y'all going to be able to see that man for twenty dollars, and it's kid friendly. Come on, boy, super talented man. He he just he 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 took a little bit of a, hi- a hiatus because he realized he needed to work on some things. That's mm-hmm. why you haven't. That's why you he hasn't kind of came up. Along with the rest of a Dreamville clan, like the Ari Lennox, the JIDs, the Bass. But for those who are big, fans, yeah. Those who are big J. Cole and Dreamville fans from like back in the day, you know who he is. Mm-hmm. He was on Friday Night Lights. He was on the warm up. He was on the early J. Cole tracks, early J. Cole tapes. I'm not even going to hold you. Because I, I, outside of the fact that like I'm a J. Cole fan, like he doesn't have a single artist on his label that's lacking in anything. I cannot put Ari Lennox's product down. 
Somebody got me hit the base up not too long ago, and I have again somebody else. I can cannot put their catalog down. And JID, JID is a one rapping ass nigga. Rapping ass nigga. And also JID wants to smoke with every rapper who ever who if who's thinking about said smoke. I love that energy. <laughs> He's like he that nigga is peeking out like y'all got rap beef. What we doing? What we doing? Oh, uh, I got something to say about it. Oh, oh, oh we not. We we we, we chilling. All right, back cool. But I'm gonna talk my shit anyway. <laughs> like Let's I fuck y'all niggas. I fucked. I love that and energy. So, so so again, just you know, ain't, ain't, ain't nobody getting paid for these advertisements yet. We just want to shout out good energy, good people, and things pe- people are doing in the city um, and the state because it's always Ohio against the world. Like I said Absolutely. last week, even even when I wear the hoodie and some black lady try to take it in me, it's Ugh. it's still Ohio against the world. Period. Um. So, yeah, my weekend was actually pretty chill. The fact that I can't remember what I did on Friday. Ah, I do remember what I did on Friday. I didn't see you on Friday, did I? I did the race. You did do the race. Um, So, Friday, I was in Detroit supporting Midnight Brunch. Y'all had a ball. First of all, Detroit, just like Atlanta, there got to be Southern transplants or, like, there's got to be ass in, like, the, the ingredients in the supermarket. Oh, like, yeah. First of all, every, listen. Uh, every, every woman every I've Detroit, ever met. In Detroit, got an ass on him. Now, Every woman. I almost had a really a terrible joke, but I'm a chill because <laughs> I, 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 we were on the same page. Yeah, I just know. Listen, Detroit women, I will never slander you. Partly because y'all, y'all, be, was, y'all will cut me. Big facts. <laughs> y'all will cut me. Y'all will stab me. Last time I was in Detroit, shout out to my boy Sunil. He took me. He took me to the barber who gave him a crispiest cut I've seen in a minute. But the barber had a burglar bars and his whole studio. I was like, if it's not the most Detroit shit, listen. Listen, I I will I will ne- I will not slander Detroit women partly because they all walk around like real bow legged, and partly because I'm pretty sure that walk is is, is tucking a deuce deuce. So I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it either way. Nah, listen, with all that ass they dragging, you gotta walk a certain way. I don't blame them at all. So yeah, shout out to my girl Deshawn, Dirty Diana on Twitter, Dirty Diana on Instagram. She curated that event and um, with the help of Sunel and. It was great. The food was awesome. Liquor was flowing. I was Duce drunk as fuck. Uh, you was on that all weekend? Jeez. I was on Duce all weekend. Jesus. It was a great time. Oh, Listen, y'all have had me on nigger seed two weekends in a row. I deserve nice Who things. Who is y'all? I deserve nice things. I, want, I wanted to get this straight for the listeners. Calvin don't choose Hennessy ever. Nigger First of all, I black out off nigger seed. I got to be careful. I just want you to understand. It's not, we didn't got to put the name on white, but it wasn't me. So Saturday, I got, well, no, I went up there with Shawnee. And then this is the first Saturday in a while that I've gotten to take my time. Like there was nothing I needed to rush home for. I am upset that I did miss um, so, uh, Juneteenth. Um, so, Juneteenth, yeah. excuse me. So, so first and foremost, Friday and Saturday was a long, was long for you, boy. So, so Friday was one of those, um, we're going to do happy hour. And then happy hour trends into the night, and then we know SB got this really cool thing going on where he's it's like the it's like the pregame. Um, it's over at Lacoba OTR, um, mm-hmm. r- where Old Mix is. If you know, if you know, you know, corner of 12th and Main from eight to, from eight to midnight. Like, look, because for those who are like me, who you know, you get caught out in happy hour, and now you realize it's like eight thirty, nine o'clock. You're not ready for the function. We can function don't start till 10, but if you know if you go home, you're just not coming back outside. Perfect way. Perfect thing to do. So we did that. Um, we did we uh, su- supported HD at uh Copa's soft opening. You know, he had he had part two of his eight night birthday celebration. Bro, <laughs> he um, celebrated his birthday like a bad bitch. 
<laughs> yeah. He is a bad bitch. I was like, I removed it like one. I'm sorry. First of all, and at his birthday party on Saturday, Shorty had a shirt. Like the, the he, he didn't have a jacket. He, he didn't, didn't have, have a shirt. shirt. I was like, you've been in the gym, gym. He knew. He knew what he, he knew. What time? You've been cutting carbs. <laughs> nigga been on keto. Nigga <laughs> been on keto. He on the paleo diet. My nigga also, looks great. Also, um, shout out to those who are on keto. Just make sure y'all keep some gum with you because keto does make your breast stink, according to uh, studies. So, yeah. FYI, that nigga looked amazing. I was like, you're not even my type. Game recognize game. So I love objectifying him too. I walked into it. Like, I was like, like toxic femininity all summer nineteen. Mm-hmm. But I was walked up to HD. I was like, get your titties out. And HD was like, you you see it? He was just like, you want to touch one? I was like, you're so drunk. Get away from me. So so we, just, we did that Friday Saturday. Um. So sh- again, shout out to uh the Grants. Shout out to Rico and Dari. Um. They had their brunch. Um. Beautiful, amazing champagne bottles for fifteen dollars. Oh, that's nuts! <laughs> oh, I'm hurt. Champagne dope. fifteen dollars for a bottle of champagne. I was like, excuse me, say, say say that again. Can I have two, please? I was like, fuck whatever else you brother tell me. Give me that. <laughs> Yo, champagne drunk is a different level. Give, give me that, and then give me some cranberry juice. Please appreciate you. Orange juice. We're gonna be mimosa drunk too, but cranberry juice is <laughs> less acidic. You know, trying to watch myself. Got it. Got it. Got it. So then after that, so mind you, I'm over here champagne drunk. And then we decide, you know, I got to plan, I got to head to our Juneteenth celebration. Right. Um, again, you can plan a pretty picnic, but you can't predict the weather. The rain came down, and we know black people in rain mix about as well as, like, oil and water. It just, I, it mm-hmm. don't, don't happen, don't do it. So. And I'm natural as fuck. And I still, I'm, uh-uh, this hair may be fine, but this makeup not going to be. And I ain't so, getting on your rain. And so we, so shout out to Cobblestone OTR for uh, hosting us in our Juneteenth celebration at the last minute. Um, you know, when we had to remix and, and redo plans, shout out to everyone who came out, shout out to the Dayton Young Black Professionals, shout out to the Urban League Young Professionals, shout out to everyone who donated. Big time, big, big lit. Shout out to everybody who's like, I just knew I was going to see you at this event. And they hit me up and they're like, you're where? <laughs> Sorry. Sis. It's, it's, bro, it's the most beautiful thing in the world because people expect something from you, right? Because I hate when people are like, I knew your ass going to be here. Watch your mouth. Like. Don't no, but that. like being hit up and just like, okay, well, you weren't here, so I just knew it had to be something special. And I was like, well, you're right. And, you know, but that was, it was sweet. It was sweet. And so, and so then we did that from four to around like nine, you know, celebrating this black culture in Juneteenth, which is uh, June 19th. If you don't know, get familiar. Um, then instead of, you know, going to bed like a normal person would after being up and drinking mm-hmm. since 1230. I decided, you know what? I saw this birthday party to attend to. And you're back in town. We got we got young Darko the guy out here pulling up on niggas. <laughs> he ain't make it. Well, we'll look, what's, what's RIP. Like, RIP. Um, and so I'm like, so I go home, I change a shower, and instead of staying in my house like a normal human being, because it is also torrentially down for raining nope. at this point, we already had tickets. So I'm like, fuck it, I gotta go. Cop, cop the bottle. We pulled up on Santana. He allowed us to pregame in his home. Um, the shots ensued from there. And actually, Saturday was a lot of fun. Saturday, I had so much fun sa- on Saturday. Saturday was a lot of fun. My, my body was tired by the end of it. Because it was like, nigga, you've, not only have you been up doing shit, because I, you know, since 8 o'clock, but you've been drinking pretty much since 1230. What the fuck is wrong with you? When I say them shots cut up with your girl, like, I was in the middle of the party, and I'm just like, bitch, you have blacked out. You're fine. You blacked out and came back? Yeah, I was just like, ooh. Like, I sat down, and I like my eyes got heavy, and I was like, it's time to go. <laughs> That's why I kept moving. I, was like, I, I knew oh, it's if, time to go. I knew if I stood still, 
it it was over. I don't remember a lot of Saturday. Like shout out to Instagram, but I I was like I'm having a lot of fun that I don't remember. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. That's our week. And then Sunday was Father's, Father's Day. Father's Day. Shout out to all the fathers who are listening to this podcast. Um, all, Funny fucking story, but go ahead. Shout out to all the fathers who are listening to this podcast. Um, stepfather, uh, Godfather, uncle who holding it down. Like all, all, all the men who've taken that father role. Fathers on duty. All that good shit. We appreciate so you. So funny story. So me and Kiddo's father have a very interesting relationship. Like we were never romantically involved, but like I got pregnant. So y'all know that. Shit happens. Shit happens. But um, over the years, our relationship has evolved and it, like we're actual friends. Like I can call him and be like, what's up, Nick? Like, and we'll talk. Um, so this year I called him and I was like, happy Father's Day. And he was just like, you know, if you'd have just swallowed, you wouldn't have to wish me shit. I said, you are terrible. Also, points were made. You're a terrible human being. He's not, but points were made. But see, I wasn't doing all that back then. Whose fault is that? I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm not going to bring the Bible to this, but yeah, when you were a child, you did childish things. <laughs> it was a childish fuck. So yeah, I was just like, you know what, nigga, bye. And he was like, for so for holidays like that, we flip flop. So for Mother's Day, I don't have the kids, so I can have the day off. For Father's Day, I take him so that he can have the day off. So when I called him, it was like four o'clock in the afternoon. He's already drunk. He's already lit. So I was like, makes sense. All right. Enjoy your Father's Day. He's like, you coming to give me dinner? Then my girlfriend ain't feed me. I said, see, that's how you were. You got it fucked up. I am not your girlfriend. You better call her, and she can get that shit figured out. Also, you're not feeding the nigga on Father's Day? What type of bullshit is... My actual father... No, no, not not you. Oh, his girlfriend. Yeah. That's her job. Yeah, and she failed miserably. Like, what the that fuck? Ain't, listen, that ain't my problem. I know it's not your problem. I'm just upset for him because his girlfriend fucking failed. Listen... Every man mm-hmm. has two the same two desires from like twenty four through seventy four. None of my boyfriends have kids, so I have to worry. I have shit to worry about. Anyways, I'm gonna <laughs> leave that on the playground as well. Every man has pretty much the same desires from like twenty four through like seventy four. Feed me. Shut the fuck up. If whenever if you notice every time on a on a, on a birthday, on Father's Day. On anything that's solely for him, because we only get them damn near two days. We only get birthday, Father's Day, and maybe Sweetest Day if you believe in that shit. I don't. So toxic femininity <laughs> strikes again. But feed me, give me peace and quiet. That's from twenty four to seventy four. That's all we want, and yet somehow, some way, people still manage to fuck that up every year. I'm not gonna hold you, actually, because my romantic little heart beat. I love. Those kind of sappy ass holidays because I like doing sappy ass shit. So I take that back. Sweetest day I did. Even I was talking to a little shorty around Sweetest Day last year, and like we were nothing serious, but we went out, like we did something. And then I I can't remember what the hell we did, but I know we went out. It's Valentine's Day. I didn't have a Valentine this year, but like all my boyfriends wished me a happy birthday and nobody popped out with a girlfriend. So it was a pretty good day. Makes sense. But I just that was a little rant, because it's like Men are really super simple when it comes to like gift giving as far as what we want. We want stuff that is practical or that can distract us from the bullshit in our lives. It's like a PS4, shoes, you know, shit I can do my job easier with. And also to feed me and for peace and quiet. And maybe a mix with 3000 if you're getting spicy. Other than that, 
that's all we want. It's really simple. And yet somehow, some way, women have continued to fuck that up for years. Why? Why? First of all, a lot of times niggas don't deserve what they ask for because they don't give what they're asking for. And that's that on that. Like, He feed you a lot, don't he? I eat. Okay. Here and there. So, so, so he gives you food, don't he? Here and there. And the, problem, and the difference is women don't like peace and quiet. Women, because when, when, when. That's not man, let me finish. Let me, let me finish. That's not true. Let, let me finish. Let me finish. Because you're going you're gonna to take it somewhere. I'm not taking it. Whenever a man that you're fucking with is quiet for whatever reason, 72% of the women that were dealing with said man think there's something wrong. Like, I remember I was on a date. Mm-mm. And and she was like, "You're quiet. What's going on?" I'm like, "Well, I just don't have." But see, ah, ah, ha, 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 ha. You said it right there. A date, an intentional interaction where I'm expecting some engagement, and we are just chilling in the house. I don't have that expectation. As a matter of fact, if it's less, if the quiet is more enjoyable than whatever is about to come out of your mouth, don't say anything. And you wonder why niggas are quiet. Because niggas know that. I, niggas go by, men go by the rule like, I'd rather be quiet and to be thoughtful than to, than to speak up and to confirm the fact. However, that don't work for y'all. No, <laughs> don't work for the hoes you deal with. Because honestly, listen, re- most recently, I was asked about like my love languages. And I was asked to like put them in order. What are your love languages? And I said, honestly. This old Raphael Sadiq ass <laughs> It was actually adorable because there's some distance in there. Like, it factors. So he was just like, you know, his love languages were quality time and touch. Those are proximity love languages. You can't have quality time and touch and be in a long-distance relationship unless you do some extra work. I mean, it's going to take work. Also, like, um, mine happened to be acts of service, and I forgot what the other one was. But I know I know for mine, quality time is last. Because I, that's why I'm able to be in long distance relationships. My schedule was nuts. Because I don't, <laughs> bro. People been trying to be like, yo, what, what, what can we hang out? I'm like, let me check my schedule and let me get back to you. Because <laughs> there's Please. a solid stretch, but I'm busy. I'm either out of town. I gotta be in town and be like focused every single weekend from like mid July through like September. It was something because we did the quiz and I thought that I was like actually it was actually a really great question because it let me know it set the expectation. You know what I mean? Like, I know that for me, this is a requirement. And so just to make sure that I'm on brand, not even on brand, but to make sure that I understand you and I know what it's going to take to love you and the way that feels like love for you, I want to do that. So asking me those kind of things was great. I forgot my entire point about that because I went off on a tangent. But long story, long story short. So it's if I think I know where you're, where you're going um, and I'm a, I'm a doggy memory. If. Quality time or like words of if words or affirmation are your love languages, you hate when niggas are quiet. Because you need, you know what I'm saying? That's that's kind of how you receive love. And if I don't, if I'm not verbal for whatever reason, you think something's wrong. If so acts yeah. of service or if something where I ain't gotta talk is your love language, you're perfectly okay with that. So no, here's the thing. Acts of service was number one for me. Words of affirmation were second, because for me, it's like you're putting your words into action. That's how I correlate the two. And physical touch was number three because... What's the, what's the other one? It's so there are five. Acts of service, words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, and gifts. Gifts was last for me. A, I'm a very hard person to shop for. Unless I pretty much tell you what I want. I want that specific thing. 
Otherwise, if it's not this specific thing, I don't want a derivative of that thing. Don't give me anything. Don't even tell me you were looking. Just get just get you a, a Visa gift card and call it a day. Actually, gift cards are tacky if you're in a rom- romantic relationship. Really? I For me. For Expl- me. Explain. There's not a lot of thought that goes into a gift card. Oh, she likes Sephora. Get her a gift card. No. If you really want to impress me, quality time is one of my... Mm, quality time is like number four for me because I'm busy as shit. Sometimes I don't have... Time like, to give. I don't have time to give. But what I can give you is this text message and let you know you're on my mind. So words of affirmation. I can go out of my way to send you lunch to let you know that you are on my mind. So that's an active oh, service. Yeah, I, I forgot. In the, in the era of cash app, gift cards are kind of outdated. Yeah. Like random cash apps, however. If you not. randomly cash app me like, hey, you were talking about your nails the other day. I want red. And you send me money to go get my nails done. Guess what you're going to get? A picture of these fresh grabbers in the color that you paid for. Fair point. You know what I'm saying? For me, quality time is I need to intentionally set aside time for you to be on and be face to face. And that's not a hard thing to do, especially if you're like instant and you're invested and interested in this person matters to you. That's easy. Within a two, two hour radius. Two hours radius is doable. So that means you have to be Kentucky, Columbus, Columbus Indianapolis. That area. That radius Cool. I'm willing to entertain on a serious level. Not saying that anything further than that, I can't, but you need to be able to up a flight. Okay, I think four out because you you can't really fly from Cleveland to Cincinnati, can you? No, four hours, okay, but that's Cleveland. I don't or think you can. That's Yeah, that's Cleveland, that's Nashville. Four hours is kind of... Yeah, but like you need to set, again, time to travel because a four-hour drive is half the day. Yeah, and, yeah. and generally so... And I'm listening, you know, I've, I've, I've been I've been in plenty of long distance, whatever the fucks. We're not going to call them relationships because. It wasn't that. But whatever the fucks. Um, yeah, two hours is really doable. Two hours is, is because you can, I've, you can make that drive quick, fast, and hurry, and it'd be a day trip. Hell, we're going to do that tomorrow, maybe. We'll see. Right. But um, four hours takes planning. Four hours is like three-day weekend. Four hours is like, okay. I'm gonna I'm I'm use this half day on Thursday. It's fun, but it, it, it takes a little more. Play. But if you're, but see again, it depends on the seriousness and the severity of the situation that you're in with the person. And a lot of times, people don't want to be real about that. Hey, like okay, the reason why we brought up love languages is because he knew that, or he knows that quality time and physical touch are two of his biggest ones. We live a considerable amount of time apart, so. In order for us to both be fulfilled and satisfied, there's going to be some work and some compromises and some understanding that's going to have to go and, in here. And some, and some booking information. And some, you know what I'm saying, so a couple confirmations. And for me, acts of service is mine too. That's not necessarily a proximity love language, but going out of your way for me does take some kind of... And that also includes confirmations and booking, and booking notifications. Exactly. So like, all right, for instance, I need to put my car in the shop. I fucking hate dealing with my own car. Three things that I miss about... I need, to, I need to actually get my car checked out, too. Three things that I absolutely hate dealing with and which the reasons why, like, I love being in relationships for this reason. Not even this reason particularly, but it's one of the perks of being in a relationship as a woman. I don't take out my own fucking garbage because I hate it. I do not pump my own gas because I fucking hate it. Like, my ex used to take my car and, like, go fill it up on Sundays and bring it back because I fucking hated it. I hate it. I hate touching it. I hate dealing with it. I don't even like the smell of gas. Ugh. Three, 
dealing with car issues in particular, I had to pay for my own tire. Well, paying for it's not the problem. Doing it is. I don't want to sit in this dealership. I don't want to drop my car off. I don't, listen, can we just trade cars for the day and you handle this? I don't want to do it. I can do it. I don't fucking want to. I'm trying to think. Having a man who's into cars was a benefit because he enjoyed fixing that shit. I'm trying to think. And this this is where me not being in like a a serious relationship in like five years comes into play here. But I'm trying to think like what things do I, I mean, I can cook. I can clean. I just, I don't like. See, we want to debunk patriarchy. But, like, there are certain aspects of that shit that I'm like, God damn, I got to get rid of that, too. <laughs> like, and, and, and I just want people to be honest about it. Thank you. Thank you. Because I just want people to be honest about it. Because everyone's like, yeah, we're going to butt the patriarchy, but we're also going to still make this nigga take out our trash and fix our cars. I'm like, but that's part of it, too. I know. So, like, self-sufficient, independent, Alex, you don't need no man, Alex. It's just like, yeah, sis, you better learn how to change your own tire and, and take care of your own car issues and pay for the shit. And then, like... Susie Housewarmer, Alex is just like, but you don't want to. <laughs> and, and so, like, that's what. Like, it, that's if what I'm it, being all the way 100 with the, there are listen, debunk the patriarchy, throw it out, get rid of it, throw it away, okay? But just know, if you, it, when, if and when you do throw it out, there's going to be some unintended consequences for some of y'all. <laughs> like, I mean, but being self sufficient is one thing, and a lot of times, and we talked about this a lot, men have no problems going out of their way to do it because they know you can handle it yourself. You just said a word. Okay. I'm the a, minimum, like, my platonic male friends know that Alex can handle this, but she's handled enough. I got it. Because that's... that's and, 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 Okay, so... They take care... Like, the men in my life take care of me. But follow me here. That's the key. Nick, men do not have any issue taking care of a woman. The issue comes from when the woman can't take care of herself and then is asking for all of these other things. Like, okay, cool. Like, for example, I know for, I know for myself, like, there's certain, I pay for AAA. So if my car catches a flat, I pay for AAA already. I, I don't need to prove my masculinity to you by getting out and trying to change this tire, trying to do whatever when I pay them, when I am afforded the Listen, job to, to pay for AAA. Me, the days of me changing my own tire are over because A, I too have AAA and B, like, I'm grown as shit now. I keep my nails done. I'm typically, if I was catching a flat, I'm in work clothes, typically. So nine times out of ten, I'm in my work clothes. I'm not getting fucking dirty when I pay for a service that's going to do this for me. That's part of adulthood. And secondly, and so secondly for me, so like, for Wrinkling example, my work clothes to prove a point. No. So why do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, secondly, so for example, I, 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 I know how to cook. I know how to clean. I know how to do all of those things. However, but no two and the want to. Two different levels. I can do it. Don't want to. That's how, that's how Honestly, I Honestly, I can change my own oil. I can honestly fix a lot of the shit on my car. I don't want to. Like, I don't want to, and that's why, I, that's why I'm able to make enough money to, pay, to be able to pay people to do the things I don't want to. And honestly, that's how you keep the economy rolling. Look at me <laughs> boosting the economy because I'm lazy. <laughs> I mean, the, the most expensive thing we pay for is convenience. And listen, I have a nail tech. And I go to her, all, him or her, all the time, and they live like, bro. It's not convenient booking with her. I will do it because she gets this manicure right every time. There's one guy who changes my oil. I have to drive 45 minutes for him to go do it, but he does it every time. And I, the wait is only 20 minutes for me. Mm-mm. For my seafood, there's one guy at the seafood counter. I will go to him all the time because guess what? 
he hooks me the fuck up. Speaking of which, Sunday dinner. Um, that was a good $150 worth of crab that I brought. I mean, that, like... We, 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 we procured. We procured. I only got charged $45 for that. It pays to take care of people. But yeah, like, I have my hub mechanic. My hub mechanic, listen, I pull up like, hey, I need this done, and I know whatever price to give me. He's not bullshitting me. So I'm like, all right. Because, man, you, you try to do it. Don't do the race on me. No. And you try to go to, like, a, 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 a name brand. They're like, oh, and I'm like, let me get my second opinion. Go to my hood mechanic. My hood mechanic lives in Milltown, Ohio. That's a 45-minute drive from where I'm at downtown. But I do it to save money, and I do it because he always looks out. And I don't mind looking out for I don't mind taking care of people who take care of me. And, and, and he knows anytime I have someone in my car, I call him. So. But speaking of men, um, you mentioned a topic, and I was like, I need you to elaborate. Um, men being shallow, allowing women to get away with not having no game. What are you talking about? So, this is one of those, what came first, the chicken or the egg, right? <laughs> and I'm going to get into it, and I'm probably going to piss somebody off. <laughs> it, 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 but it's okay. you piss me off. You'll be all right. Women, okay, most women, some women, will, 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 whatever moniker you need to make it feel better for yourself, have zero game whatsoever. Hmm. As far as, like, Knowing how to talk to niggas as far as, like, knowing how to, like, show their interest in a non-weird, awkward, creepy way. As long as, like, gaming me the fuck up. Most women have zero game. The thing is, is the reason why they're allowed to get away with this is because niggas are shallow. And this is one of those which came first with chicken or egg. Did women not have no game and men just decide to accept it because they were pretty? Or did women being pretty decide, oh, I don't need any game because I'm pretty and I have titties. That's that's the that's the, what I'm saying, because I'm just looking at all around the board here, in my personal life with other niggas' personal lives. I think personally, for me, me not having game is game, because I have an act. Well, not to brag, but like I have an actual personality. I've I've always felt like that's good enough. There are a lot of women who, a lot of men actually too, where a lot of y'all are just cute. As fuck. And so you get a pass. You get a pretty pass because you're cute. So people mm-hmm. assume you're interesting. And then they realize you're not. Right? And so so I remember me and Santana was talking when, when we headed back. And you ever and it was like, you ever wonder how this girl was single? And then you got her and then you realize how she was single? Where you're just like, man, she bad as hell, man. How the hell does she not have a man? And then you get her. And then you realize... The reason why she doesn't have a man is because she's about as interesting as paint drying. And I think I think we're talking, okay, game, personality. We're talking about, like, a, a lot of people, having a big ass is not a personality trait. Having a six-pack is not a personality trait. That can get you in the door, but eventually, like, for every, for every man crush Monday and woman crush Wednesday, it's someone else's throwback Thursday. <laughs> Preach. Ha! Ha! <laughs> ha! Woo, the word, the sermon. And come on. Take your time, Pastor. <laughs> we can take get your time, Pastor. And for every person that you scroll on the Instagram and be like, damn, she's bad as fucker. Damn, he's cute as hell. There's someone else who sees that same picture is like, I'm tired of this motherfucker. Listen, my mom has a quote. For every pretty motherfucker you see, there's somebody who's tired of dealing with her. Facts. And I think, and this is where damn. It was also triggering when she said that because I'm not, admittedly, so I'm not easy. I'm not an easy person to deal with. I'm, I'm, but most, most, 
it, it, y'all be it, asking to drive luxury vehicles and trying to put premium gas in it. So I don't. Mm-mm. It's so it's it's almost like a dichotomy. It's like it's like it's like a a, a seesaw where the prettier someone is, and this goes for men and women, more attractive someone is, it's like the harder they are to deal with. Because it's like, you have your ones who are cute, but like regular cute. And they're cool as hell. They're cute to you. Or one of those where, you know, you're, trying, you're showing them to the homies, you're showing them to the homegirls, and you got to find the, the, the picture that shows them in, in the right light. <laughs> you scroll you scrolling, you scrolling for Instagram, I'm like, damn, maybe she is a little ugly. We've fucking been there. Or damn, like, his head a little lopsided. Fuck. Or, 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 or you start copying a plea like, he looks way better in person. He just doesn't know his angles. Or <laughs> so things of that nature. Yikes. But those type people, cool as hell, will make you laugh until you're fucking crying. Know how to do the non-sexual things you like. Like those, those are the type of girls who can play video games better than you can. Those are the type of niggas who know how to cook better than better than a lot of your female friends. Those type of niggas, right? And but then you have your extra cute. You're, 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 you got damn she better. Or, 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 I don't like tens. Like, that's those, the, I mean, those, those nine, those tens who, your aesthetic tens. Let me get that. Your I aesthetic mean, tens, those, those who know they bad. Me and like my brothers, we have a, like a saying you get you a six and build. You, you hear me. You get you a six and build. She don't have to, the baddest woman in the club is typically a 10. That's a lot of maintenance right there. She already got it. It's, so it's, there's nothing you can do right there. It's a lot of maintenance, and I guarantee you, if you get you that nine or that ten, or that person who that person who a knows they're a nine or a ten, or the person who thinks they're a nine or a ten, you get that motherfucker. They've already had some drug dealing, hood ass, rich ass, scamming ass nigga. All right. Who done? Who done? Just threw the bag at him. Meanwhile, nigga, you work a regular nine to five. You, ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it, but you just gotta understand there's certain there's a certain level that that person's already accustomed to. Yeah. Um, what Jay Z say on a party like she used to she used to filet mignon like fuck she look like going back to Hamburger Helper like you know what I'm saying like she used to million dollar vacations fuck y'all gonna do with that like that type of woman that type of man because there's men who like they know they nines and tens like the, the aesthetically stereotypical nines and tens that ain't that ain't going for a certain shit. <laughs> Those are the niggas who, if black men did cheat, those are even niggas who cheated. But yes, most. we don't. Mm-mm. Nah, I agree. And I think it just all comes back but down I to we really, don't require we don't require our pretty people to have personalities. We should start. We really should start. Um, you mentioned something about Tory Lanez, and it, I'm it. Apparently, I missed it. I missed it too. I thought you may have seen it because no, I, was, I, missed I was off it. social media all yesterday. I mean, rightfully so. Because everybody, if you know, you know. I was also social media all yesterday because I didn't want to get triggered. Call one of your alter names. Because yeah. Father's Day on social media gets real tacky, real so, iffy. Here's the thing. I'll do that. Real quick, because even like men in my life trolled me and wished me happy Father's Day. Don't do that. And, and I was just like, Don't do guys, that. Don't do if that. you wish me a happy Mother's Day, that's it. Like, I, I'm, I'm not a father. Don't do that. And like, I, I agree with that. Like, you can be an amazing mom that does not make you a dad. Don't do that. And just like, just like we would never wish a single father happy Mother's Day. It's don't, not the same energy. So, don't do that. And I'm, I'm big about that, actually, because honestly, two things. Number one, I'm not a father. Number two, I'm not a single mom. My support system is nuts. And I would never slap them in the face by calling myself a single mom and not acknowledging the fact that, like, 
and also and also all the messiness of like the bashing of 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 the fathers who quote unquote weren't fair. All of those things, and for someone, I who's, let God handle all things above me. And, and for someone who has just recently lost his father and who would do anything in my power to get that motherfucker back, I need to see that. And, and that's fair. And so I just and and because I recognize that in myself, instead of allowing myself to get upset, triggered, whatever phrase you want to use, I just remove myself from social right. media for the day. But uh, in, in those twenty four hours where I was not on social media, apparently Tory Lanez did some bullshit. Yeah, help me figure it out. And so Tory I was busy Lanes, cooking on Sunday. I and so Tory Lanez allegedly. So he he released this um, video on Instagram of like this dark skin model and and him quote unquote defending this dark skin model from getting pulled out of the scene for a more lighter skin model, and he he phrased it as like him kind of like combating colorism. Because, like, this dark-skinned model is about to get switched for this lighter-skinned model, and he put a stop to it, allegedly. I say allegedly because you know it's coming. Apparently, the whole shit was staged. What? Apparently, this nigga, Tory Lanez, this five-foot-six nigga, with a hairline that's somewhere in, oh like, if, he, if he's in Toronto, the hairline is somewhere close to the, close to the Arctic. This nigga apparently staged the whole shit, and the way it was found out, because the darker-skinned model in, the, in, in, in question, who was beautiful by the way like sent some dms back and forth with some shade room copycat blog gossip yeah. whatever i don't follow none of them because I, I like my piece and just kind of say like nah that shit was staged like nah like if that's the case and where's the scene that i'm in like what's going on here like we, <laughs> like he 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 kind of did that on his own and so the only thing i guess i would say is like one step forward two steps back is what I get from this because mm-hmm. we're we know that colorism is an issue, whether we want to acknowledge it or not, and you know, and a lot of and a lot of times, like African American men's preference gets magnified, or you know, who they choose today gets magnified because of this, because because unless she's a dark skinned thick woman, somebody's going to assume that you're you're being prejudiced somewhere. That's right. the only. That's the only. You can only get a. If you got a dark skinned black queen, you're good. And even then, they might say you're over sexualizing her to make up for it. So we know that. And so, and I feel like we've made strides from like the heyday of like the video Vixen where everybody was, you know, could pass a brown paper bag to us. Yeah, if you were anything darker than Melissa Ford, we didn't want you. But it it shows that like we take two steps forward, we take two and a half steps back. Mm -hmm. Because now that you know that this is a thing, you're using it for clout? Like you you using you using this to try to gain clout and to try to gain some credibility among your among a female fan base. That quite frankly So you wanna know what this again, we talk about performative allyship all the time. And shit like that gets exhausting because now that it's trendy to be like I hate how movements are trendy now. And you wanna seem put it perfectly. Niggas wanna look good instead of be good. Because if your intentions were to just like showcase this dark skin model and give dark skin women the, a platform, then you'd have just hired a dark skin model without the light skin one. If that's what you really wanted to do, these women are not going to miss it. Like, okay, it's one opportunity. These women are gorgeous. There's one right around around the corner. They're not missing no meals over this one opportunity. And that's the thing. Like again, be great instead of look great. So it was corny. It's corny as fuck. But honestly, I have no expectations out of Tori. I don't have any expectations out of none of you niggas. Y'all show y'all hand every day. So again, 
Speaking of showing hands, you want to get into Chris Brown and Diddy? Because we're going to disagree on Diddy. We're probably going to agree on Chris Brown. Let's chop the stable. Shall we, friend? Let's get let's get a power. All right. So Chris Brown, Karushi. Left is, is, is dating a Victor Cruz. Victor Cruz. And honestly, girl, kudos. She gets to climb Victor Cruz's fine ass whenever the fuck she wants be to. Be careful about his knee, though, because his knee kind of costs. Be careful with his knee. So don't try to do every position. Be, be, be careful. I mean, I have no problems getting on top, throwing it back. Just making sure. Just you, you know, know what we want, we you know we want to make sure his knee is okay, man. Like, All he, right, he, he had a couple injuries. He had a couple injuries, man. So, I don't right. need no gas. I just ride. It's fine. Continue. Ali the stallion. No, we we discussed. <laughs> I, you're you're a hot girl. I'm a hot girl, but how the baby said I could ride it like a Camaro. Anyway, moving on. So. Karushi moved on, upgraded to Victor Cruz, right? And Victor Cruz has been showing my girl out. Showing, excuse me, showing her off, wearing her out. Okay. I, I'm, uh, I, you said upgrade. I'm going to let that slide. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know. But okay. I'm calling it an upgrade because of the way she's being treated. Okay. Okay. I'll let you get, I'll let you get that. Continue. I'll just like, eh, continue though. De- because of the way she's being treated. Whatever these niggas net worth is and whatever. That's beyond me. Y'all rich niggas, y'all going to be all right. And, y'all and, said it. And, 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 uh, women also understand this applies to you. Just because because niggas love calling the new, women love calling the new chick ugly. But however, he, he you gave him headaches. She just gives him head. He's upgraded. Continue. Okay. So, Bong moves on. Whatever. She looks good. She is glowing. And I'm okay? mad because Chris Brown was doing so well. He was minding his damn business. He, Chris Brown has never minded his business. But he, was, he, he was working on it. When it came to Karushi, he has never minded his fucking business. Are we serious? But he the girl his... was back and forth in court because the nigga can't mind his fucking business. All I'm saying was he, he had a stretch where he looked like he had finally turned a corner. To... Where you thought he grew up? We, we, See we... what happens when you put your faith in fuckboys? See what happens? Anyway, so... Karuchi minding her business, Victor Cruz being loved right, right? Chris Brown all in her fucking Instagram comments talking talking shit about her new nigga. It, whenever, whenever you got to preface it with no shade, it's shade involved. No shade, your man dressed in corny, no shade. Like, like upgrade your man, boo. Like, I just want the best for you. You want the best for me. The best for me will be leaving me the fuck alone. Next topic, right? So you got Chris Brown being Chris Brown. And this is also goes to um, goes to show you that Chris Brown, literally, the same niggas who champion Chris Brown, who's still Chris Brown, avid fans, and to be honest with you, he's a problematic fave. And I'm... Like, no guidance don't slap, bro. Like, come on now. No guidance slaps. No bullshit. Like, 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 put it like this. Chris the, Brown's first album still gets play. First, put it like this. The only reason Chris Brown is even allowed to continue to do the things he does is, is because that man is supremely talented musically. Like, that man is supremely talented in musically. That it, entire mixtape. A fan of a fan. Like, we're not going to get to this decide because we're not trying to big him up right now. But the only reason that nigga is, still has... But as long as we're cool and admitting, like, we can actually admit that that nigga's fucking trash. Like, he's a trash-ass human being. And that's why I tell people, we know what they produce. We don't know who these men are. So when these women start coming out and telling their stories, dog, I'm not too quick to call them liars. Because we don't know these men personally. They lay down with these dogs. They know exactly, like, you know, like, you're laying down with these men. You see them behind closed doors. 
I, I, I don't jump to conclusions when it comes mm, to that. I mean, I don't. But at the same time, you got my attention because again, I know what the I know what you produce. I don't know who you are as a person. I wait. I wait for. I I, I just don't jump to conclusions. I'm. I, I think that's the best way I can say it. I don't. I don't jump to. I don't jump to, to the. He's innocent. I don't jump to. He's guilty. I just like okay. Number, let's see how this plays out. Let, let's see. Right. So number two, you got Diddy. Right. Now with Diddy, Diddy was minding his business. And people were dragging his name through the mud. With Diddy, let me finish the story before we get to chopping the stable. You mind? Eh. Anywho, so Cassie is now pregnant with Alex's uh, Alex, Alex whoever, Fine. Is, whoever is who is that? Man? It is actually Diddy's personal trainer, Cassie. Reckless. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So um, Cassie's pregnant. Announced her pregnancy, and Alex is uh, elated. The couple is happy. Diddy. Shouted them out on Instagram and said, Cassie, I'm happy for you. Congratulations. Yada, yada, yada. So you have these two very affluent men who have had women who... Um, it never came out that Diddy was abusive with, uh, with Cassie. It was never stated that Diddy was abusive with Cassie. The main thing, okay, so... so the, but it came across as if he was like, okay, y'all been together 10 years. There was no marriage. There was no kids. There was no this. There was no that. And then the passing of Kim Porter and watching how Diddy was like... He's grieving, grieving, and it was very loud. La- you know what people would consider loud, or you know these extra public displays of how much you love Kim. Meanwhile, you have Cassie, who it was assumed I mean, that he was they, treating poorly. They, they, Cassie, Cassie, and him broke up before Kim Porter passed. Correct. Correct, but it was very close in proximity, mm-hmm. so and, it looked extra. And, but also, and then the fact that like Diddy never married Kim, Diddy never married Cassie, like. And and Diddy Diddy admitted, so Diddy admitted that Kim was his old man. He admitted that he was scared, um, and he he admitted that like even when y'all press that nigga about like him grieving publicly, he like he admitted that, which is also foul in its own way. But with Cassie, it was always assumed that Cassie didn't want that either. It was because when people try to play like oh you know he out here he he, he ain't never married her. It was assumed even when like we had previous discussions that. Cassie was okay with that. Cassie was okay with that arrangement. Here's my whole thing. Diddy has an eye for talent. Diddy has an eye for beautiful things. And you can tell in the the way he built his career. Cassie, talent-wise, is mid. Mid burger with cheese. Maybe even rich. Maybe a little rich. Sriracha, if you're really feeling spicy. What? But. She's a beautiful young lady. She's a beautiful young lady. Diddy saw that. She couldn't. She wanted to be a singer. He hired the best producers, Ryan Leslie. She, she had the best fucking team behind her. That's what Diddy does. Okay, that didn't work out. Now Cassie's a model. Everything the, in that the beginning era, everything, Shonda, every, any time Diddy needed a model, it was Cassie. He put her on. They had a relationship. They it kept, ended. It ended, but their relationship for the most part was very private. Like, you never heard about the, any of the ins and outs of their relationship any fucking where. We only heard them being together, and we heard that they ended. We saw them on a couple red carpets and together. You, and you just noticed there was no engagement. There was never an engagement. There was never a baby. But in my head, I'm thinking about this from Cassie's angle. I'm a gorgeous young 20-year-old who's being financed by a man, by a multimillionaire. The only thing I have to do is sit here and look cute and maybe dibble-dabble in a couple of different things if I want to. That's a wave. I'd ride that bitch to the wheels fall off my goddamn self. I think my, I guess my only frustration was was people was like 
trashing Diddy. And and then when he posted the congratulations, people were calling that trash. I'm like, first and foremost. But see, the issue that I have with that is, is A, they made it seem like Diddy's relationship with Cassie was abusive. And it that's never been stated. By Cassie, by anyone by close Diddy, to them. When Kim Porter passed, Cassie shouted out Kim Porter because they knew each other. And she also shouted out Diddy and said, listen, I understand you're grieving, but you have my condolences. And I knew Kim Porter personally as well. So I feel like there's a mutual love and understanding there. So him shouting out Cassie does not strike me as odd. What did strike me as odd is Chris Brown because. Okay. So we're not going to argue. Because my thing, my frustration was with the, everyone who's calling Diddy trash. I'm like, first and foremost, as I, I may have not made that post, but I'm also not Diddy. But I'm also, if I read my name, I read my Twitter message, everyone's like pointing fun at me. Like, ha ha, like, look at you. You know, you you fought you, you, fought you had the one and now she got, got pregnant by this white guy. Ha 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 ha. I would be like, and if I'm legitimately not tripping about it, I'm like, yo, like. Where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? Let me make a post like showing that I like it's all love this way. Plus, I'm still grieving over the loss of who I consider my soulmate. The mother of my children. Mother of my children. I've been minding my business and y'all bring up old videos to prove a point and to slander my name. I'd make that post too. Like, look, it's all love this way. I got nothing but love. Even when she decided to start fucking my personal trainer. I got nothing but love for you. You can't train with me no more, nigga. You can't train. You, you have lost a client. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you lost a client. However, nothing but love. But see, I think that's also it. Cassie, in my head, did nothing wrong. I don't think Diddy did anything wrong. And I'm starting with them first for for a lot of different reasons. Because I need them. I think people need to understand the difference between, like, genuine love and control. Yeah. And because and, 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 this was genuine love. I... It didn't work out with you between you and I for whatever reason. We chose the path that we chose as two adults, two consenting adults. We didn't see that for each other. That wasn't in our life. Diddy has a mass of children. A solid five, I think. Diddy is pushing 60 years old. He's dating a late 20-year-old. He looks good for his age, though. He ain't popping out no fucking kids, realistically, unless he's, what, my father? My dad popped me. My dad had me when he was 54. But no. Also, but also, I think... And I called him stupid for that. All his kids was grown. But also, I think when when the hate doesn't work, we start telling lies. And when we don't get information, we start making up our own. Again, Diddy and Kathy's 10-year relationship, however long it was since, since me, me and you came out, whatever it mm-hmm. came, mostly quiet. We saw him on a couple red carpets, but and we knew that like anytime Sean John needed a model, Cassie was there. And he tried to make Cassie's music career happen several years. She tried to make get her make her an actress. That did listen, mid burger with cheese, talent wise. But so, not my preference. But Me and you was a bot because of who produced it, if we're being real. Listen, yeah. And so because of that, because there's not any information to extrapolate, we make up our own. Oh, he he was abusive to her. He but mind you He let her on. He let her on. He wasted her time. Mind I don't believe you, that either. I don't, yeah, I don't. Believe, I honestly believe Cassie and Diddy both had the same idea as far as what were, what they were doing. Cat, Diddy, Diddy for his image, he's a pretty young girl on his arm and out on all times. Cassie needed a big break to make it to the music industry, make it to the niggas met, and there's that. So don't see. Listen, leveraging each other to get what we both want, and then we just so happen to look good together. Perfect, works for me. No shade. And so that's why so that's why I get, get the, I get mad at people trying to trash Diddy. So let me get to the problem here, because I think honestly. Diddy didn't, personally, like you said, I wouldn't have said a fucking thing. 
I'm ha- I, I, I don't think I would have done it publicly. A, a, a private message, hey, congratulations. I'm happy for I'm you. I'm happy for you. But, but I don't think I would have done it publicly because that's not really my style like that. Again, we're not celebrities yet. Yet. Okay, universe, you heard. So. But, um, okay, Chris Brown. Let me let me talk to you niggas who were just like, yeah, Chris, go get your bitch back. But he wasn't trying to get his bitch back. He was talking shit, and he was throwing shade, and he was being petty. Meanwhile, Chris that's Brown... All, that's all, no, he's not trying to get his bitch back. He just... That's, it's, it's more so... It, it, from that what it, it is looked like, abuse. From what it looked like, it looked like that nigga was... And there's, uh, oh, he was hacked room or whatever. Uh, if he was not hacked, it looked like he was drinking. But it's on brand. I'm so sorry. Whenever Chris Brown acts like this, it's hard to believe that it's not true because of all the other bullshit. That these this, these actions are on brand for you. I don't think that nigga got hacked. I think he was drinking. His girlfriend. He now has a girlfriend who, who's also pregnant. Chris Brown has a second child on the way. Karushi is minding her fucking business, looking good as shit on Claw season three. I ain't never watched a single. Stood next of that show. to a fine ass man who adores you, walks, showers you, parades you, walk literally. Shows you love and your love language in the way that makes sense to you and to the rest of the fucking world. And you've got Chris Brown still on the same bullshit. Snorts a line and does a backflip and y'all niggas lose your shit. That backflip was hard though. Sure, Jan. <laughs> still does not take away from the fact that that nigga is still continuously to be abusive. So this, and which further furthers my point. A, we always go back to, well, oh, well, Rihanna was lying about the situation. Okay, even if she was, y'all still forgave the nigga. Even I did. I was like, okay, maybe Rihanna wasn't truthful about the situation. Maybe. Maybe. And that's something I don't even like to touch on because, again, I wasn't there. I saw pictures of Rihanna's bruised up face, and I know what that feels like. So I'm always going to champion that. My nigga, you whooped her ass. Okay? Move on. Right? We forgave. She forgave him. Okay. She forgave him. They were hot. Years after that on... um. What the fuck? No, it was called Nobody's Business. Nobody's Business on that album, on her unapologetic album. Was it? It, it might have been. Uh, either, yeah, it was unapologetic. Yeah. On her, they did a track together. She forgave him. She's ready to but move she, on. But she did a remix with him on Birthday Cake. Like perfect. Them niggas figured they shit out, moved on. Okay, cool. I, I relaxed. I said maybe he is trying to turn over new leaf. I always leave space for growth and understand and unlearning and, and relearning behaviors. Sometimes you have to unlearn some shit in order to grow. I always leave space for that. But I always, be- I also believe in patterns. And your patterns are showing yourself to be an, a real live abuser who's going around without consequence. There were no charges filed against Chris Brown for that Rihanna situation. And if they were, they were dropped. Oh, they, they were dropped. They were, def- they were definitely charges. He had a, he was still, he's still on probation for like, yeah. But y'all see what, Karushi has a restraining order against this man. She went to court multiple times. And the judge tried to fight her on why she needed it. She was in court like two summers ago, back to back, trying to get a restraining order because this nigga will not leave her alone. So if he's doing this shit in public, I wonder what the fuck she's going through in private. This is abusive. It's manipulative. And it may- paints the world as, oh, Karushi just this bitch who just, you know, he really, or oh, that's rejecting his love. He really loves her. He really wants her back. No, he wants power and control. She's moved the fuck on unapologetically. And now this nigga can't handle rejection, so he's doing all these public displays of antics. I've seen it in my personal life. It's not cute when that nigga pops up at your door, sis. You blocked him. You want nothing to do with him. Ain't talked to him in months, and he's knocking at your door? That's scary. That's abuse. That's a mental illness. I agree, which is also why we need to stop romanticizing the niggas who don't try as hard as you think they should. When How, how, how I'm raised, no means no. And if you block me, all right, 
If I have you blocked, I don't want to talk to you again. But there's people, and in, 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 you know I'm not tripping, there's people who are like, if you block me, oh, you you, you clearly didn't want to get in contact. I mean like a real block. I ain't talking about like the block bullshit game that we play because I've done that shit too. I'm don't play, admittedly don't, don't, so. Don't play that game with me. I mean, fair. And I learned my lesson from that, obviously. But honestly, I've done that shit. Like I was in my feelings, so I blocked you so because I'm not ready to talk. But when I'm like emotionless about it and there's no feelings and I know that this is the best thing for me, that block button... But my I guess my question is, how does someone know the difference? You know, you know when it's game, you know when it's real. It's the and you know what it is? It's the removal. It's not just negative or positive energy. It's the removal of it. I can't give this no more energy. I can't give you no more access to me. And it's not just like the whole I'm gonna block you and then unblock you. That's game. It's the I'm done. Okay, and I and may, and maybe. This is because of the childish people I had to deal with. I'm thinking of one woman in particular, ironically from Detroit, <laughs> where like that was that was that was her thing. Where it was like, if I say the wrong thing, whatever the wrong thing is, maybe I remember one time she blocked me because I didn't react the way she wanted to to a nude. I I, I said I sent emojis, but she didn't. I didn't gas her up the way she felt like she needed to be gassed up. Next thing I know, my bubbles are green. Oh, that type well, of shit. Well, and then when I would like, just all right, bet because I don't do that shit. I, I. Then, then you'd be like, oh, so you must not want. You must not give a fuck. I'm like, no, and I, that's a mental illness. Because if I block you, I don't want to talk to you anymore. I, I have, no, I'm done. I have nothing further to say. And so that's why I guess that's my. It was like, all right, shorty, like to the point where you're like, you not now. It's it's best because now you walk with the eggshells because you know one, one wrong phrase, shorty's gonna turn into a goddamn argument. Like, and, like, and that's not toxic. That's not healthy either. But I'm specifically talking about Chris Brown and his behaviors. Like, yeah, that nigga can sing and do a couple of backflips and and whatever. But at the same time, it's like he's abusive, and he not to be funny hasn't shown growth from that. So it's hard for me to say, oh, yeah, Chris Brown's trying to grow up and he's trying to learn. And you're not showing me that. Leave her alone. Leave that woman alone. Speaking of which, so Lala Anthony. Mm-hmm. So a couple years ago, uh, we got a news broke that Carmelo Anthony got another woman pregnant. I think that was this for break, baby? Yeah. So, so I don't even think it was a break, baby. I, I think this was is what, the, the this cause, cause of the break. Right? Okay. So because there, there was a picture of Lala. She was walking out. She was in tears. Like there was a picture of her literally leaving her lawyer's office in tears because it was true that Carmelo Anthony cheated, got another woman pregnant. I'm still going to say break, baby, because, you know. Whatever. So Black men don't cheat. <laughs> yeah. I, but, but, but Carmelo's Puerto Rican, so that don't count. So he, 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 he cheated. Boy. He's, he's got Puerto Rican. Boy. Y'all be really be trying to find these loopholes with this whole black men don't cheat thing. And we're going we gonna to talk about it one day. I don't know if we're going to have time today, but we're going to get into it. Anyway. So. So, 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 so the baby. The baby outside of their um, union, their marriage, their. Right. Um, their situation. Their situation. So. Right. So. Um, child is here. I've seen pictures of the little girl. She's absolutely, she's adorable. She's so cute. And they're saying that, um, I guess Carmelo's girlfriend, um, uh, the other baby mom, came out and said, like, you know, Lala is is keeping 
I mean, it's keeping Carmelo from this child. Lala doesn't want anything to do with this child. Um, like, Carmelo's, like, paying support, but he, he's not in the young woman's oh. life. And according to the streets, and the young the young woman, the baby mother, the baby mother, it's all because of Lala. Like, Carmelo right. would prefer... To be a part of his child's life, but Lala Anthony's not letting it happen because that's not... That's not the child that she entered this relationship with. My opinion. Go ahead. Okay. Because my mine is a real simple question. My opinion is this. You took him back. There we go. Because I was about, do you forgive this nigga or not? You took him back. So you understood that there's now a child. You understood that there is now a situation in your marriage that makes this particular situation interesting taking it out on the only party here that's innocent is dead ass wrong dead wrong now ain't nobody saying that you need to embrace this child with open arms but you don't have a right to impose on or impede on this man's right to be a father brand's responsibility to be a father no one's saying you gotta invite the baby and the baby mother to the cookouts to the family reunions no one's saying you have to like you know move them in or do anything like that but do you forgive the nigga or not? Because again, I'm not. And honestly, if I'm married and my husband gets a baby, has a baby on me while we're in the middle of our our marriage, oh, I want a divorce. Because not only was you fucking, you was fucking unprotected. And so, here's the thing: if she just got the divorce, no one would have been. No one would have. But been, I got her shit off. Y'all took a break. Yeah, so, no one. No you one was been wearing wrong. less and going out more, sis. You did you. So, and if she just kept that same energy, if he got the divorce, no, we wouldn't be we talking about this right we now. We wouldn't care because I wouldn't care. I'd be like, okay, well, good. I don't care now. It's not, you know what I mean? It's just good. It's a good talking point. But <laughs> in all honesty, I just think that, like, that's whack. If, the, if that's true, that's super whack. Listen, if you take, once you take the nigga back, you take all of that nigga back. You, you understand? Now that nigga has a child. That ain't yours. You take that neck. You are you are in some way step. You're kind of a little bit of a stepmom at this point. Whether your interaction, not with, even a little bit, you are. You're a, a stepmother. You're a stepmom. Like whenever, whenever he involves with that, you know that you're a stepmother. So in order, you take the nigga back. But then not only do you not want anything to do with the kid, which I I I, I guess you know you don't want to be reminded of his infidelity. But now you won't allow him to be in his daughter's life. Right. I mean, you know, it's ironic this leaked out on Father's Day or whatever. Okay. You wanna you won't allow this man to be in his be in his daughter's life. So you're enforcing this beautiful little girl, this innocent little girl, the only person in the situation who ain't got no skin in the game to grow up without her biological father because You're hurt. You're hurt. When yeah. you could it, again, do you forgive a nigga? Or not, because if you just you divorce for nigga, I understand. Even with all of a campaign like, you know, take Mello back, all of that shit. But, but see, if you divorce a nigga, you divorce a nigga. But at the same time, here's the thing. I also understand that like that's not Lala's baby, and that's she didn't agree to marry the nigga. She didn't when she got married to that man. She didn't have a fucking baby. They got pregnant. You conceived a child out of at, at your the child that you two share. You didn't agree to outside babies. You didn't agree to outside hoes. And, and, and yes, that's a breach of contract. We're talking so in marriage is a contract, right? Carmela breached that contract. You are well within your right 
to null and void that contract afterwards. No one's saying that. But if you choose to remake the contract, if you can choose to continue that contract, you can't then also be like, but I don't want you to see this kid at all because I'm hurt. I'm hurt. That's not fair to the only person. He, the kid, the daughter ain't asked to be here. Agreed. That's where it's that's where it's fucked up, babe. The little girl. I know what my actions would be in the situation. No, my husband cannot tell me he cheated on me. Now he's got a baby. My husband cannot come home and tell me that. But you know what? When the check is right, bitches heal like Wolverine. And the shit that you're willing to accept is a little bit more than my ass would. So I understand. There's no way I'm going to be broke and more stressed out. It's not happening. But the, you know what? Again, I sit from a position of I don't have enough. That's not even in my budget. And I, listen, again, everyone would have understood you know, <laughs> if 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 that just, if if she just chalk, chalk deuces, everyone would have got it. You chose to stay. That's but you, it. But but once you choose, once you choose to stay, you will step mamas now, sis. I mean, and nobody's saying that you need to just like embrace this child and become this all this super super maternal person. But you don't have a right to reject, and you don't have to right you don't have a right to impede on your husband's responsibilities to take care of a child he created. That child's innocent, and that's just that's just. Where I draw that line. Speaking of people who are innocent, do we want to get what? What, what do we want to get into Sudan? Do, what, what do we want to? Oh, I do want to talk about Sudan. Um, and like a dumbass, I left my notebook in my car, so I'm gonna go off the research. Of course, I got tabs and shit. Right. But I had a synopsis. Right. Right. So, so, so for those who are wondering, a why is everyone's profile pick blue now? Mm-hmm. Um, and for those who just may have heard about this, so I, so I watch. So I first understood this from the Patriot 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 Act show on Netflix yep. with um, Hassan Minaj. Hassan Minaj. That's kind of where I first understood it, and then I he went, has a great breakdown of that too. He has a great breakdown. Um, if you have Netflix or if you're using someone else's account, I would suggest go watch that episode. At least that episode. Honestly, the entire series is great. But it, but, but it, that specific episode it ties in the history because all right. So you mind? Yeah, all got right. It. So um. We all know about Darfur. Right. And the genocide that was Darfur. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, under al-Bashir, al-Bashir was the president of Sudan for the last 30 years. Okay. Sudan, um, Sudan just got its independence um, like, 54 years ago. Yeah, which, so, is, which is not shit in long. 63 years ago, actually. So a lot of our parents are older than the fact, old, are older, have been alive longer than Sudan has been a free nation. Because under Egyptian and British rule, okay? So, we overthrow al-Bashir. And this is a very much so synopsis version, real quick, just to make sure that everybody's on the same page, okay? So, we overthrow al-Bashir, and so Sudan is now, Sudan is campaigning for its own democracy. Al-Bashir was the quote-unquote president, but he was the dictator for over 30 years. Right. Um, Under his rule, you know, total... You know, people were getting killed. They were de- depleted food resources, a shortage of, like, just Research, like everything. We, so imagine Yemen, 30 years. Yeah, and shortage of the fuel, like, like just, 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 they were hurting bad. Right. So, but al-Bashir was allowed or was able to stay in power so long is because, again, he divided the country. And if you were... um a non-Arab Muslim, you were the minority in that country. And so he leveraged that. But if you look at the demographic of the age group of Sudan, everybody, like 
I want to say like 63% of the country is under the age of 25. Yes, and 41% is like 15. Right. So these young people, which if it looks familiar, understand the the young people, the the women, the women, the the all the outlier groups understand that. Listen, we have these differences, but the one thing we have in common is that we're all being oppressed under this rule, this dictatorship. So they overthrow him. In order to keep power and control, the, the, the militia is now policing the town. And these are the people that are charged with... The transition, they were tra- they, the, the original agreement once they got al-Bashir out of power was that this, they, this military council would impact like a three-year uh, transition into full civic democracy. Right. And so the military control and military council and like the the civil leaders were in negotiations as far as like how that looks like. Negotiations went sour. Negotiations just broke off. And so then around this is around May 6th is when this first kind of started popping off. That's when the that's when the militia the military council started increasing their violence against civil protesters. And there was um, systematic rape, killings of anybody who spoke out, um, breaking up of demonstrations violently. Um, hundreds of people, hundreds of people, thousands of people have died. Um, men and women are both being raped, being thrown into the Nile. It's, bodies it, are showing up everywhere. On top of now... Room. The famine that's happening. The shortage, the shortage of fuel. The shortage of resources. It's gallivanting in the country. Right. Right. So, um, why why we should care as U.S. citizens? Right. One is because the United States has currently done a grand total of jack shit. Not a goddamn thing. Meanwhile, the European Union is pretty much funding the um, border control as we would recognize it, which is the R. Uh, shit. Oh my God. Is the, the border police? I feel yeah, like. it's the, the border, border police, and the border police is headed by the second in command, who is generally considered the he is the Mike Pence to this to the first person's command. Thank Donald you, Trump. you put that perfectly because I couldn't get through my task fast enough. He so the third the person in command, and I don't I can't don't remember this guy's name, but like he is generally just considered a figurehead. He is not really considered the one in right. power because he is more of a the palatable public face. The reason why it's interesting that the U.S. the reason why the U.S. has their hands off is because also, uh, Sudan is has complete access to the Red Sea. Right. Which is also a huge one tenth of all of the world's oil goes through the Red Sea. Goes through Red Sea and goes through those ports that Sudan controls. Sudan, also, if we're paying attention to our to our world history, Sudan and Saudi Arabia, hey cousin. They, they invite each other to the cookouts. Okay. United States don't want no smoke with Saudi Arabia. Why? Hello, oil. Exactly. So the United States has been radio silent when it comes to the Sudanese genocide for the second time. Yes, and especially with the orange motherfucker that we have in office, um, they have been silent because oil is bush all over again. Oil, and we're going to turn our heads and, you know, act like this doesn't happen because of oil. That's how we've treated Saudi Arabia as they continue to rack up all of the civil violations that they could. There is still a slave trade in Libya. Yemen, the famine rate in in Yemen is now reaching the hundred thousands. 
People are boiling leaves at this point to feed their children. Eating mud to try to, to try to get whatever nutrients they can. And so the reason why this is important, and the reason why we wanted to use our platform in order to speak on this, because I, I, we, we, we felt we needed to. So for those people who are saying, hey, um, changing y'all profile pictures to blue ain't going to do shit. Yes, it does. It raises awareness. One. Two. Y'all niggas wear pink in October. I wearing pink doesn't cure breast cancer, but it raises awareness. Y'all niggas, y'all niggas, you know, when Notre Dame burned down, I saw, I saw all about that on all over timelines. And that was something where no one died. Only a building burned down. There were no casualties for Notre Dame. It hurts because these people are black and brown. These people look just like me. They look just like you. And it hurts because I live in a country where my civil disobedience looks a little bit different. Right. The things my day-to-day... I, I live in a first world country. So my struggle, a little different. And it's also... It, 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 if the United States and the United States foreign policy has generally been, has generally been similar to like a middle school principal. And you know that middle school principal who walks around the hallways looking for shit. Looking for people who are quote unquote acting up so they can reprimand. Glorified hall monitor. Exactly. However, this would be like if your middle school principal busts you for being 10 minutes late to class, but but ignores these two people jumping somebody in the hallway because he's friends with their father and their father gives, you know, chicks back every time they play poker together. Exactly. This is similar. This is what, this is why the frustration exists is because if the U.S. It's another solidified reason that they don't give a fuck about us. They don't care. In any form they don't or shape. care. Whether it's an American version of us, whether it's a Sudanese version of us, whether it's our brothers in Africa version of us. Whether it's Puerto Rico. Whether whether it's anybody who looks, who who is brown and black. The fucks that they give are low. Versus when, put it like this, we have raised as a, as a world over $1 billion for the restoration of Notre Dame. One billion dollars to rebuild a building and fix some paintings. Ask me how much aid the Sudanese people have gotten since this happened. What's funny is that the same people who are donating, the same country of people who donated to Notre Dame, the French, could have kicked some of that funds back to Haiti. And it's not even a donation at this point. You owe that shit down. Different tangent, different day. It's, it's, It's similar... What the French and what a lot of the, the Western world are doing is very similar to like when you have somebody who owes you money, you know, $200, $20, whatever number amount, but they owe money and they haven't paid you in a minute. It's similar to watching that nigga buy the bar. Mm-hmm. Ball out. To ball out. Come with a new iPhone. Come, come dripping off some new shoes. And you're like, you, you owe me money. You see, you owe, not only do you owe me money, you see that I could really use this money. Like maybe a bill's passed due because I, I, I lended you money, but I, you know, I need back because this bill's due or life happens, whatever. And you see that nigga balling out. And then when you ask, yo, where's my money? They get offended that you like, nigga, why are you pressed? 
If you, why why you worry about your little funky two hundred dollars? Why you little worry about your little funky five hundred dollars? That is what the United States, the French, and a lot of our Western governments are doing right now to Black and Brown people. They see that globally. Be, globally, they we could end world hunger tomorrow if we if we wanted to. If everybody was being taxed the way they're supposed to, yeah. We choose not to. We could the aid that went to the and mind you, Notre Dame was a tragedy. It, 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 it was, it was a, tra- a tragedy. However, in within three to five days, we had a billion dollars worth of aid ready to go. This the the, the Sudanese crisis has been going on for at least a month and a half with crickets. It hurts. You know what? It is one of those things where you're disappointed, not surprised. Because it's black. We're talking about black and brown people. We're talking about people who look just like you and I. We're talking about minorities. We're talking like, you know what I'm saying? That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about um, white people. Because if it was white, this would be a non-fucking factor. This would be a non-issue. And that's why it's, it's, again, it solidifies the fact that, like, yeah, you don't give a fuck. And I really live in a world where people see this and it's just, eh. And because you know you don't give a fuck, you're, you're expected to be applauded for giving a fuck. And that's the part. When you expect a, a pat on the back for being a, hum- a human is when we have a problem. Have you, why are we so far removed from our humanity? Why, why is this not an issue? Why are we not talking about this? That, you know... And I know we use it a lot, man. I know in Future gave us one of the quotes of the year when it's, a, it's an evil world we live in. <laughs> and it applies to so much. But, like, and so that's why people are changing the profiles blue. Yes, you know, thoughts and prayers also. Yes, we don't have the money to be able to donate to food, but we can make you aware of it. Because I guarantee you, a lot of people didn't understand what was going on until that Patriot Act, Patriot Act show kind of broke it down mm-hmm. because it's in the United States' best interest to not let us know what's going on because then we might start asking questions like, why aren't y'all helping? Period. So we'll leave it right there. We really will because it's like, I, I can't. We could go on for days. I could. And about I just, all the time they chose, they don't give a fuck about black people. They don't really care about us. Um... On a lighter note, too, and then we'll get to the question. I want one more topic, and then we'll get to the question of the day. Um, the auntie agenda strikes again. So we've got, <sighs> <laughs> we've got Oprah, we've got Gail, we've got Ava. And it's so funny who these women who are in their big auntie age who are complaining about being seen as aunties. And I thought about it, and I said, okay, if you don't want to be called an auntie, fine. But sorry, your name is Gail. You were born an auntie. You ain't got a choice. You, if your mama named you Gail. You already come out 35 years old and you know how to make a sweet potato pie. I don't make the rules here. It just happens. Okay. Number one. Number two. And it because of their whole anti, uh, excuse me, anti-auntie agenda or movement, it lets me know that you guys are a little bit removed from day-to-day black interactions and culture. And, but because which, because auntie has never not been a term of endearment, so it lets me. We know, don't call women we hate auntie. We don't. We call them sis. <laughs> We're being real. So you call men you hate sis? Like <laughs> listen, sis is gender neutral. <laughs> We're not going to get in that because I thoroughly. Even if you think sis, sis is gender neutral, PSA, don't call me sis. I'll cuss you up. 
And you did. You cussed me out. It's fine. But, at, and I was respect. I was receptive for it because you have a right. To, you got a right. That's all but I have. here's I, the thing. If they don't want to be called auntie, that's fine. Cool. Don't call me auntie. Cool. Unless you're actually relative to me. I get it. But the reasoning behind it is what lets me know that you guys have been rich a little bit too long. And you guys are really, really removed from daily black interactions. I got called an auntie. I got called a, there's an, a little black, excuse me, there's a, a younger lady who works in my office and she's about 18, 19. She's an intern. She calls me Auntie Alex because I'm 10 years her senior and I've seen a little bit more than her. So no, I'm not her big sis. Like to her, I'm her auntie. Hey, Auntie Alex. Hey, honey, what you need? And I treat her that way. And and it's different than the cis conversation because the cis conversation goes into like gender norms and like why is why is being called a woman offensive and this, that, and the third, right? If it, it, the cis conversation is a, is a deeper conversation. Right. If you don't like being called auntie, it lets me know one of a couple things. One, you don't be around black people as much as you think you do. Because again, niggas been calling people aunties for decades. And it's always been a term of endearment. Two, if you don't like being called auntie, you 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 feel like you don't sexually that you're not like a that you're not that you're not where you want to be, because that was the thing. Like auntie de- desexualizes me; it strips away my sexuality. It doesn't the, the, the Aisha Curry syndrome. And third, if you don't like being called auntie, that's fine. However. I, I suggest that you give us something else to refer to you as. What, what, so what would you like to be called? What would you like to be called? Because again... You don't see Cicely Tyson being offended because we call her like... she. That's, she you're an elder to me. You are my grandmother. Right. You Auntie Cicely Tyson. You don't hear fucking uh, Auntie Maxine Waters... Because you understand that that's a... Le- like Auntie Maxine Waters has used that as in her own... Oh, you don't hear her bitching... Because she understands, and that's the difference between these women who are clearly like you. There's not enough other black women that are not in your circle around you, because you would see that as a term of endearment. And I really don't understand how we're not seeing that. And then now it's like an entire movement. It's on Facebook. Auntie crossed out, and I'm just like, y'all are extra. That's this a is lot. why I don't be on Facebook. Like now it's on Facebook. This and is why I don't be on Facebook. I was like, this is a lot. Because first of, because it's like. Why? And I think it's, a part of it is like after all the shit that we are dealing with as 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 a collective, as a community, this is what we focus on. Also, I saw I saw Rachel Dolezal came out as bisexual today. So it's just, <laughs> I was y'all turn. I was not fucking going there. Y'all turn. I was not gonna go there. You wanna know why I wasn't gonna go there? Cause she has a bad habit of like inserting herself in spaces that clearly don't belong to you, sis. And I'm not gonna give her platform here. You, the rest of the world can. I'm not. If you're bisexual, happy pride, sis. But next, because it was very opportune for her to come out. I'm going to keep my mouth shut because we see some of y'all local motherfuckers doing the same shit. But uh, that's none of my business. Happy a, pride to all of my LGBTQ family. Anywho, you want to get into the question of the day? Yes, we shall. All, all right. right. Let's get the so favorite. we are officially six months into the year. And uh, for a lot of us, the first six months were amazing. For a lot of us, uh, not so much. For a lot of us, it, you know how like back in the day when you play video games, you just wanted to like turn that shit off, restart, put the game back in. <laughs> like this game cheating. A lot of y'all, and, and some of us included, this year cheating. It's like, it's like we playing 2K on Hall of Fame. You got a blow to cartridge. It's like we playing 2K on Hall of Fame. 
I'm weak. So our question was, pull it up, pull it up, pull it up. The question was, so we are half a year in. What do you want to improve or change for the rest of the year? We asked that to both of our um, social media followings. Um, again, you can follow all of us. Descriptions are in the bios. Got it. So for at underscore so out your league, he said more sex. You nasty. Okay. At a dot Brie, uh, stop eating like trash and treating myself every five seconds. Same says, because treat yourself has me looking real broke. Brie, I, Brie we, I love you, baby. I love you, little sis. Love I love you. her. Um, at Lawrence Kane Jr. says my bank account, which is pretty on brand. Shout out to Abundance University. <laughs> um, at Jess Giovanni said everything. And if you know sis, she means that. Giovanni was a, one of the best hairstylists in Cincinnati, if not the best. I'm talking my shit because she won't. Um, she's super humble, so she would never. But um, we appreciate the humble ones. We appreciate know, it because there's enough of us in the <laughs> world. <laughs> so Giovanni said everything, and honestly, sis meant that. Like she wouldn't have. Like she stopped doing hair for a while. Um, went to Africa, recentered, came back, and now she does things on her terms. So when sis says everything, she meant that. Um, at Bryson23, finances, got to get back in my bag. Also, personal produ- productivity, artistic output. That was a theme. That was a theme for a lot of a lot of mine, too. Like, um, shout out to all of those who said financial literacy, saving money, less spending, you know, spending. Like, I feel you. Me, too. Like, my bank account looking at me like, nigga, do you ever stay home? You need to go sit down. At Incredible Hulk 357 said the narrative that black men don't cheat. <sighs> I see you, King. Next. I see you, King. We're we reclaiming our narrative. At, <laughs> at picks not taken, my mental health, defeating some negative mindsets. I felt that too. I think sometimes we can be our own worst enemy. Facts, facts. So, you know, we got to be careful about how we talk to ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, I felt that. What's your followers say? All right. Um, shout out to uh, underscore legs Logan, my alcohol intake. I feel you. I felt that. <laughs> I feel you. Ooh. Listen, listen. Our livers are currently fighting against us, and we need to listen to them. Because I'm going to drink after this. I got invited to drink after this. I'm probably going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go home. I'm going to be home in a decent hour because I we have to do the race tomorrow after work. I need to be asleep. Yeah. Um, Spotty Adi Dopalicious says. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Long ass name. Shout out to you, sis. Uh, more self care, less pouring into others in vain. You gotta understand. Who, I fuck with that. You gotta understand who deserves your energy and who doesn't. That 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 mindset is hundred uh, percent. Um, shout out to uh, Carly with like five Y's. Hey. Shout out to you. Uh, manifesting. I'm getting so good at it, and I love just watching everything unfold. Yo, I felt that. I feel that spiritually because sis, there are things I put out into the universe, and I did it in pat, like very passively put it out to the universe, and it planted and it grew. So listen, you listen, you already know how I feel about you, man. You know what I'm saying? You out here being real goat status. I salute mm-hmm. you. Keep keep doing what you're doing. Uh, shout out to Alex DeBray, time management with the, with our favorite emoji. I feel you. Oh, yes, the goofy emoji. The, yeah, the yeah. one. That, I feel you. Um, because it's very easy to let things stack upon each other. Listen, don't let self care equal procrastination, guys. Uh, yeah. Um, shout out to uh, Star of a Millennial, limiting or totally stopping myself, or t- from talking down on or limiting myself. Again, the, the power that is in the tongue is amazing. And if whether you say you can or whether you say you can't, you're right. So it so we have to be our own biggest fans. It's cause a lot of us are our own worst critics. That's why none of the shit y'all can say to me really fucking matters. Period. I've already said it to myself. 
in a worse way. But we had to speak life into our, our goals and into ourselves. So I, I feel you 100% on that star. Keep keep grinding. Um, shout out to uh, Bond underscore Bond 2016. My money in these abs. Hey. I would like to see it. Keep 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 on keep keeping on, man. Listen, I already you already know you you got whatever you put your mind to. Shout out on the new job too. I, we see you out here. Yeah, we celebrate our accomplishments around these parts. All right. So, what about you, friend? The last six months of this year, what's it gonna look like for us? Um, the main focus is health, and that means physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially, healthy, in all of it. Because, again, this first six months, to, to, to try to take a nigga out the game. Yeah, you had blood pressure issues, heart was... Listen, you're not dying at 35 with the heart of a seven-year-old because of stress. I'm not letting that take you. Like, you know what I'm saying? For those who know, man, this first six months tried to take me out the game in multiple ways, mm-hmm. multiple fashions, man. Uh, you know, I dealt with death in the family, dealt with health issues. And the first for most, and, and financially, it's not cheap to be sick. No, it is not. These because these bills start to come in. I'm and like, we are blessed to have insurance. So <laughs> it's can, still not cheap to be sick. If these bills coming in, I'm like, who's gonna pay this? Me, my grown ass shit. <laughs> All right. Mm-mm. Um. So and and so in the next six months, um, because we turn in 28 this year. It's not, burr, a, burr, burr. it's not a round age, but it's you know. No. Progression is progression. Every seven years, you become a different, a new you. And so uh, this is the birth of something else. And so we're talking health. We're talking financially healthy, like the, the living paycheck to paycheck, to, uh, borrowing from your savings, putting your check just to make it to next payday. We can't be doing that shit. We're talking emotionally healthy. We're gonna understand who to who to build with, who to who to put energy and time in, and who to leave the fuck alone. We gotta understand like everything doesn't need a response. Everything doesn't need an emotional response. Um, we have to understand spiritually. You gotta understand like you know whatever you who, whatever you believe in. Make sure you're make sure you're good with that. I believe that your spiritual foundation is very important. Whatever that is, I don't I don't throw I don't shade I don't throw shots mm-hmm. at other people's religious because we don't know who the fuck is right. Because everybody who came up there ain't ain't come back down and tell us who was right. Okay. So you know make sure your foundation is right mentally. Um, continuing talking with my therapist, trying to find a cheaper therapist because sure he wants these. They goddamn copay every single time, and I'm every like, every single time. You know what I'm saying? But there are cheap therapy options, and, 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 friend. And, and, and we gonna figure them out. We, we gonna figure, find we gonna them. them out. So like, and just making sure you continue to talk with your therapist, or I, I personally believe that everyone should like go to a therapist at least one time. Because here's the thing: we always talk about getting your physical checkups and making sure you're making sure you see a doctor. But your mental makeup is just as important. Mm-hmm. You can be fully healthy and kill, and kill yourself. And in our community. We we, we are, kill ourselves slowly too. We kill ourselves with our diet. We kill ourselves with our mindset. We kill ourselves man, and, 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 with and, being unmotivated. And, and there's so. a and there's a quote, man, and I forget who said it first, but people will bring you flowers when you dead, but not won't bring you soup when you sick. And we have to stop. We have to be better as a community for yep. that. And we have to understand that like my nerves bad means you're probably going for some sort of anxiety. We need to talk about that. I'm just going through some shit right now. Probably a little bit of depression. Creeping up in there. We need to talk about that. Understand that. And then physically look. And then find your safe spaces. Some okay, therapy is expensive as fuck. But if there's a friend you can lean on for a little minute, and they're in the space to be able to take that on, lean on them a little bit. I know my tribe and I talk, I shout y'all out all the time. I would not have survived this season of my life without y'all. And y'all have allowed me to lean on you 
and wait until, you know, put my weight on y'all a little bit. And then when y'all need me, you've leaned back and we're supposed to be able to do that for each other. That does not replace a qualified trained professional. Let me make that clear. Even if even if one of your homegirls or one of your homeboys is a therapist. Therapists can't treat family. But for a for reason. A reason. So again, lean on your tribe. Your tribe should be able to tell you. My everybody around me has always pointed me back towards therapy. Like when y'all see that my behaviors have been off. Alex, when's the last time you seen your therapist? Because y'all are close enough to me to say that this ain't Alex. And so yeah, the next six months for me, um, speaking it now, are going to open doors of opportunity professionally, um, creatively. Financially and um, spiritually, I am rounding out this space in my life in a very beautiful way. Um, Construction always ends up beautiful, but it doesn't. Is in the middle of it, it's not. Oh, we're still building. There's still some foundation that needs to be put up again. There's still some walls that needs to be plastered. There's some paint that needs to be done. But like this, this place of construction, I am actually very proud of. Because I'm showing myself things um, that I didn't know about me that I'm like, shit, Alex, you kind of dope, sis. Like, and I'm learning how to give myself the credit I actually deserve, not the credit that I think, you know what I'm saying? Like on paper, when I write out my accomplishments, giving myself like room to say I'm proud of me and actually mean that shit. Because you, uh, the one thing we always hear a lot is I'm proud of you. And in your head, you're like, shit, I ain't doing shit. Bro, Bro, what? That's a word, man. Because it's like, every time I come home, right? Every time I go to Madrona, Ohio, um, see my mom, see see family, see the church family, whatever. Everyone's like, oh my God, we're so proud of you. We're like, you're you're, you know, know, doing it up. And and again, in my mind, I'm like, I ain't doing a goddamn thing. I ain't done a fucking thing. And a lot of it is because you don't see the steps. You, you don't see the progression. You don't see the progression because you're you're focusing on this, the angle, the angle, the angle. But I've had to remind myself to start celebrating the steps that get me closer to that. The things I'm about to apply for, the movement that I'm making, the situations that I choose and how I choose to handle certain things, just moving and growing. And I have to say that I'm, I, at some point you get to be proud of yourself. And, 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 and there's a difference between being proud of yourself and being content. Right, yep. where we 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 preach, don't you never want to be content. You never want to rest on your laurels. The other part about it is, and the scary part, and the balance has to come in at is, am I as good as I think I am? Self self awareness, and not overestimating who you are, not underestimating who you are either. There's this humble fine line that exists, and it's about finding it. And and because some people, I mean, you never want to get hung on a rim because you've seen basketball where that nigga thought he could jump as high than he could. Boing, it's hung in the room. Or but you also never but you never want to not try. Right. And so and so we have to allow ourselves opportunities to fail. You will never know what you can do until you figure out what you can't. And it's a beautiful space to be in. And, either way. You know, this is the shoot your shot podcast. I don't I gotta figure out my range. I gotta figure out where I can make these shots from or I can't. And then once you figure that out, you play within yourself, you play your game. But if you never figure out where your range is, you could have Steph Curry range and you're out here shooting like Ben Simmons. You have to test these things out. And we also have to allow people to fail. Yeah, because, we because start we, being more forgiving with yourself and, and, and people around you. And, and being more forgiving with others. Because in our culture, we celebrate all the successes, but we never allow niggas... To fail without ridicule. I mean, even everyone's guilty of it. Listen, 
the big list I tell y'all all the time, I'm your biggest fan, your biggest supporter. I'm gonna get these jokes off though. And if I didn't fuck with you, you would think I don't care. But that's also my love language. <laughs> Shit talk is my love language. But at the same time, I've always leave lo- space for love and understanding. And okay, listen, if you weren't making a mistake, you wouldn't be progressing. So yeah. How many how many stories have we had? Of all the people who tried to invent something and failed, and but and came up with something greater, all the time people, you know, ran out of business ideas and came up with something greater. We threw shade at Oprah last episode, but Oprah didn't get her big break till like thirty. Listen, everybody knows Jordan was cut from his high school team. Everybody knows that like LeBron had a, 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 a rough childhood and and missed half the fourth grade. And he was in danger of getting held back. Everybody knows these stories. And we lionize these stories, but yet we don't allow ourselves the same growth that we allow these people that we never met before in our life. Yep. I agree. So the next six months for me are going to be amazing. Because these first six... <laughs> woo, Help! Which out is on life support. They beat my ass! But another uh, amazing episode, another time, I want to just personally say thank you guys. For continuing to tune in week after week. We appreciate your feedback. Um, also, don't forget, you got something. I want to hear some y'all host stories. I'm tired of sharing mine. So go ahead. Yeah, I don't share mine because real G's moving silence like lasagna. Yeah, I... <laughs> anyway, so go ahead. Shoot us an email. All emails read, on, uh, read out loud on air are confidential. And again, if you want to be anonymous... Stay that in the, like, the, the subject line or matter. Be, be anonymous. You like, know what I'm saying? You know, make a fake email if you need to send it. Send it from Finsta. Um, also, all that information is always in the link, uh, always in the link of our bio of the podcast. Shout out to SoundCloud. Shout out to Spotify, of course, Apple, um, iTunes on the check-in. It's your girl Ali Nicole. I'm signing out. It's your boy Sididi. Thank you. Good we night. are out. Baby, I'm Baby, I'm a doing for you. I'm going to stop yeah. my spot. You caught a vibe, shooting shots. Why not? Tell me to thank you.